It's time! Whoa! Hello. Hello. And welcome to another episode of Dragons and Dreadforce, the Ultimate Game of Thrones companion podcast. It's great to be here, you know? It is great to be here. Well, Lydia, how do you feel about I'm going to be here? honest. It's only okay to be here because Lydia is not here. Oh, she didn't. Oh. Oh, she's not. We forgot to invite her. That, no one called Lydia? I forgot. Keith, that was your job. I did it. She didn't answer. It's kind of weird that we used to do this without her. She's been ghosting every me. week. <laughs> Just putting some space in mm-hmm. between. Yeah, how what we had what two seasons without her or or one and a half one maybe and a half. one and change. Feels real strange. I see what you did there. Yeah, good rhyme. I'm glad that we added her. Yeah, and I'm particularly sad when she's not here. Right, <laughs> it's, it makes it worse. I know, but. We will prevail. We got um, the next best thing, which is Keith. Yeah, <laughs> Keith's been here since the beginning. Though. I know Keith's a, a founding member. Felt like quite the treat when Lydia joined the joined the show. Yeah, we do think Lydia is going to be back. Pretty sure. I was Let's left see. with the impression that it was just tonight, but I guess we'll find out. Maybe if you hadn't been so mean, it wouldn't be. <laughs> Was I mean to her? I'm just kidding. I was like, I don't remember being mean <laughs> no, to her. A, I know that you and I regularly are mean to each other, are mean to each other but yeah, this would be nice because Lydia's been pretty mean to me. So I'm going to. It's also kind of why it. I enjoy when she's here. <laughs> yeah. You feel um, like you need someone else to be mean. You're not mean enough. Well, then it just makes me not feel so bad about when I'm mean to you. Makes it feel like, okay, this is, I'm not the only one seeing this. Keith, I appreciate that you're. Usually not mean to me. No one asks you, Nick. <laughs> there there it is. You and shut your mouth. And here just, we are. Just channel, channeling Lydia there for a there little bit. There you go. Yeah. Do uh, you have any apologies? Um, No. And if, uh, if I missed anything, if you feel like I should apologize for something, you get fucked yourself. Yeah. yeah. H-E double hockey sticks. H-E double toothpicks. Keith. H-E two L's. Yep. That's the one. Hi, Justin. Do you have anything that you'd like to say? Um, this was a difficult episode to not hit next episode for. Nick and I were just talking about that before you walked in. It There's no chance when he and I were staying up till three in the morning every night to watch Game of Thrones. That you wouldn't have stayed up till four? There's no chance. I don't remember at what point this played, but there's no chance I wouldn't have risked the extra hour. Yeah. Yeah. Um, because, yeah, you have to hit next on this. But you didn't do it? I did not do it. Proud of you, bud. Thanks. Did we watch it twice together? You and I, have, yeah. Okay. First time with clothes, second time without. <laughs> right. One time clothes, one time right. naked. No, because I know C- Cody watched season eight with us. That was the second That time. was our second watch through. You and I binged it during the pandemic lockdown. Right, right. Like when everything was shut, like actually shut down. Lockdown. Uh, we watched it in three and a half weeks. It was quick. Nice. Um, and then we watched it again later that year. 
Or and that was when Cody watched season eight? Yeah. Mm. It it could have been the beginning of 2021, but it was... We watched it again within a year. We thought we watched it fast. Cody watched it in like two weeks by himself. I mean, he was by himself, but like... Right. But he, he went he went real quick. Yeah. It's about how long this has gone on, right? Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Just two weeks or so. <laughs> Uh, are we? We're at a year, right? We're past a year. Oh yeah. Oh Look at us. yeah. Wow. Yeah, we're over a year. Um, Crazy. Yeah, it's pretty nuts. Wild uh, ride. And we're getting close. Uh, we have like six, like five weeks before House of the Dragon comes out. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And we should be finished by then. I am very excited for it. I wasn't. I wasn't sure how to feel for a long time. Mm-hmm. But as more things have come out about it. I've begun to be more excited because I was a little worried that it might not live up, but I think they have not greenlit a lot of other sequel ideas or not sequel, but like follow up ideas. And then this, and then they greenlit this one. It's gotta be good. Like it can't. And, and they know, they know the reaction to season eight. They know, how people feel. So I think that they are going to be very... Hopefully like, treading carefully. Yeah. And like, okay, we're going to do this right. We're going to do this well. Well, the it's good news be- is like... People loved Game of Thrones through season... Everyone loved it through season six. Most people loved it through season seven. And then you got the, you know a large majority of people who didn't like it after that. But So my point is that following that timeline there's no doubt that season at least season one of house of the dragons is going to be phenomenal yeah it felt like people the narrative around game of thrones is that when they start to kind of wrap the show up and bring everything into a more clean point that's when people start stopped liking it but when there is no ending in sight and it's just free reign to do what you want. And you don't have to worry about like tying it up in a nice, you know, pretty bow with a pretty bow, then it's received better. Well, and there's also like you can still impose your own thoughts on the show. Yeah. Because like I don't know where this is gonna go. So it could be anything. Like Arya could end up killing everyone and becoming the night queen. But like once you start getting into that end thing, if it's not kind of your canon that you developed, then you're like, ah, this this sucks. This is stupid. Yeah, and and as a consumer, like you know, not to do that too early, right? So, like in season four of a of something that you don't know how long it's going to be, but you know it's going to at least be five. Yeah. Then you're not yet thinking through the actual. I mean, we thi- we talk about the end, but you don't really start forming hard opinions because you know, especially a show like Game of Thrones. Main, main characters die yeah. in an instant. Yeah. The, the Ned storyline of him dying, that that happened really quickly. It was yeah. a couple episode arc where we get the what we thought was like the main character of the show. Mm-hmm. The first, you know, I don't know, four episodes or something. Yeah, probably more like six. It's totally yeah. fine. No, no even inkling oh, of a yeah. thought. And it's just all him. It's all him. And then you get a couple of episodes where he's he's playing with fire a little bit, yeah, but you're not concerned. He's attacked and he's Yeah, right. And then it's like two episodes of this is dire and then he's dead. Yeah. And so like you've learned 
to not formulate your end game opinion because why would you do that? Your your favorite character is probably going to die. Yeah, and then there's the Rob thing. There's the fucking the Sept being blown up. Like, Joffrey, it can, like it can, yeah, they will cut a storyline on a dime. Oberyn's another one. Mm-hmm. Oberyn was poised to take a much larger role in the show. And then they just fucking killed him. And that that happened out of the blue. Mm-hmm. That wasn't... They didn't even lead... Like, with Ned, he was in prison. He was... Oh, yeah. He was a traitor. Like, it wasn't a shock when he died, other yeah. than, like, holy shit, they killed a main character. With Oberyn... He just won his he battle. He won the battle. Right. Like, it, yeah. And, so, the, and the time between, like, when he commits to being Tyrion's champion... It's, it's the episode before. Yeah. At the like end it, of that episode. Right. It's the very end of the episode. And the next episode is, is the battle. So you don't have a whole lot of time to really think. Uh, like you're saying, it's kind of telegraphed a little bit with Ned. I don't think people thought he was going to die. No, I no. Think, I think they, I think I thought they were going to send him to the wall. I thought uh, it was going to be, sorry, it was going to be um, something else. But because... You can't kill a main character in the first fucking season. And they did. But, I mean, and that's when book people are like, you guys are idiots. <laughs> well, yeah, I guess. Um, same thing with Red Wedding and all that. But, yeah, they'll, they'll, they'll cut a storyline on a dime. I mean, we built the fucking High Sparrows and, and or the High Sparrow and the Faith Militant, Marjorie, the Tyrells. We built all that. For a long time. Right. And then it's just like, <laughs> just yep, they're all dead now. All of them at one time. <laughs> just in this unceremonious way as well. Um, and Dro- think, Drogo's another one? Yeah, Drogo. Yeah. Like, that's another one that we thought, oh, shit. Yeah. He's, like, he's going to be... Am- he probably won't make it to the end. Because at that point, I think people... We we had already seen Danny's perspective enough to know she's going to be the one. Or she's going to be... Like yeah. you know what I mean? Like yeah, but he's at least going to be the catalyst to like bring the Dothraki across yeah. the sea. Right. Finally, like, he's going to get us there. He's probably going to die in Westeros. He in some has epic the, battle. He has that big fucking scene that he's going to he's going to take him across the the poison water and all that kind of shit. And then it's like the next episode maybe that he takes the wound, a flea bite, as some might say. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but all that to say, I think they're in. They're safe, probably, with House of the Dragon Season 1. I mean, anything's possible. We also have... HBO has a track record of making really great shows. Yeah. Like, they, you know, they don't typically fumble. Um, but I, I also know that I have a really hard time... I think it goes into what you're saying. Um, but I have a really hard time l- enjoying the way that shows that I love end. Yeah. Pretty much across the board. Um. There's not. I'm. Th- I'm trying to think of my favorite shows. Like I did not like the ending of How I Met Your Mother. Didn't like the ending of Sons of Anarchy. Didn't love the ending of uh, Vikings. You know, like a lot of these shows. I didn't love the ending of The Office. Um. There's a lot. Like my favorite shows. They just kind of all end weird. I think it's because I build a perception of how I think it should go or expect it to go, and then it doesn't. Mm-hmm. Um, well, and then there's some things like Scrubs, like their last season just was completely different from the rest of the show right. because some shows just don't know when to end it. Well, like, so yeah, Scrubs was uh, dropped by NBC and I think picked up by ABC. And so they did a little bit different. If, if, if it you, gets if dropped, you, yeah. 
don't pick it back. Yeah, well, but like if Office right. would have ended when Michael Scott left, leaves, like, yeah, how do you feel about that? Great, totally fine. I enjoy the main character. Right, I enjoyed no, 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 the next season. There's after. some good parts afterwards. Yeah, I thought season nine was not great. It was. It felt weird. It felt like they. Yeah, I, I agree with what you're saying. It wasn't my favorite way to end the end the show, but I did like that when Michael left. You got these other characters that you never really had as much. Yeah, no, one hundred percent. I don't hate everything after yeah, Michael I know, left, but I, I would have been totally fine if they ended it with him leaving. Right. Yeah, and I think some of that, like, obviously not all BBC shows are the best shows, but there are some when they just do the limited runs and they're like, it's going to be eight episodes. Right. And that's it. Sometimes those are good. Mm. Other times you get, like, the Book of Boba Fett <laughs> when it's not really that great. Yeah. Yeah, but it's Star Wars, so it's still good. Exactly. Like, I'm still going to watch it, but, like, it ended and I was like, you, that was a kind I think, of a waste. I think the only two shows that have ended... In a satisfactory manner to me, are Breaking Bad and Peaky Blinders. I think those are the only two that I've watched that I. Peaky Blinders isn't over though, right? We have one more season. No, or this done. is the last one. Yes. Yeah, oh, done. there's a movie though, isn't there? They they're talking about maybe. I think there's a movie, but it would it's it's. May, that that's not even for sure. Yeah. Peaky Peaky's done. Um, the other one that I don't because I don't know if it's over or not is Luther. I was gonna, I was going to say that I was going to ask if it was over. I can't I, I can't, can't remember if it's over or not. Have you ever watched it? I've never heard of it. It's a oh, top. It's, it's so a B, good. It's BBC. Idris Elba lead. So good. It's a top five show for me. Okay. Um, he's a detective. He's a he's a troubled troubled detective. detective. Um, the temper. But it's it's. Is it two or three seasons? I think it's four, actually. Oh, really? Yeah. But they're all... It's it's British, so they're short. Yeah. It's like eight episode, maybe. Yeah, and they take more time in between seasons. So, like, the diff- like the time between season three and season four was... Or maybe it's four and five, but it was, like, two years. It was a long time. Same thing with... um. You ever watch Sherlock? Mm-hmm. Benedict Cumberbatch? Yeah. Cumberbatch? Yeah. Um, so, so long in between seasons. Uh, but you're right. That's, the BBT does have a... Kind yeah, of a track watched, record uh, of Broadchurch. Uh-uh. That's a good one. I recommend oh. that one. There's a British version and an American version. The British one's better. Yeah. But there's the same main character in both of them. There's five epi- or five seasons of Luther. Right. Season one is six episodes. But, two is yeah. four. Three is four. Four is two. And then five was five, four. I also never watched Penny Dreadful. I heard that one was good. I don't. I think that's PBS, but um, a lot of times PBS like. Yeah, there's a lot on this list that you've said that I haven't. Yeah. Like I mean, it's and it's all the same reason as why I never watched Game of Thrones. I knew Breaking Bad was going to keep going, and I didn't want to like wait. So I was like, oh, I'll watch it when it's done, and then I just haven't. Yeah, I am. Um, excuse me. Sorry. <laughs> I uh. We st- I stopped watching Breaking Bad in season two, I think. It wasn't out of, like, I just got busy. I don't know right. what else I... Luther's been nominated for 11 Emmys. Wow. It's good. I-, I would highly... I think you would actually really enjoy it. That's what made me want Indris Elba as James Bond. Yeah. Because I thought there are some there are some legitimate similarities between the two. and it- and it But Luther is way darker um oh yeah and way more like believable maybe 
Okay. I don't know. It's, like he's that. not like karate chopping people, right? You know, um, not like it's, it's we all do constantly. But it's crazy dark. He goes through really difficult things with his you know family life and like and their tough cases and they're like cases that aren't. It's not like a case in episode. Like it's a it's a serial killer or it's right. a deranged person or yada yada yada. So it's very good. Yeah. All that to say, how do we? Oh, House of the Dragon. I expect House of the Dragon to be amazing. Yeah, I hope it is. And like you said, HBO's track record is pretty good. Yeah. I, the only thing I'm worried about is that we're like, how far, how many years out from Game of Thrones ending are we? Three? Mm, yeah, sounds right. Okay, that's less than I thought. but Because season seven was in 2017. Yeah, and it wasn't until 19 that eight, that came, eight out. came out. Yeah. Because we watched it after it was over. Mm-hmm. United. Yeah. We watched it in 20. Yeah. That was my, the, the first time we watched it was my first time rewatching season eight. I rewatched the whole series between season seven and season eight because it was so long um, between, but that was the first time I rewatched season eight. And it was, so yeah, it was shortly after 2020. So good. It was good. Um, yeah. I'm excited for it. Me too. Yeah. Um, let's jump in. Yeah. Ooh. Uh, this episode is titled The Spoils of War. It was released on August the 6th, 2017. It was uh, written by D&D and directed by Matt Shackman. New? I believe Question Matt mark? Shackman is new. So that's pretty cool. Uh, we open with the Lannister army in the Reach. Um, this is where uh, Jamie is giving Bronn a... Modest sized sack of gold. Jamie made it sound like he was giving him like a fortune. It was just a bag of gold. Could have been that much, right? I don't know how much gold is worth in this I mean, world. It seemed like a lot of gold. Because, I mean, I think about like. He does owe him a castle. That's true. I think about like the, the pouches that Tyrion's given out to people. They've all been small esque. Small ish, yeah. and people have been very excited to get that pouch mm-hmm. so i think it i think they hold quite a bit of value um and that's a pretty solid bag when it when it's it, big enough for form to tuck you know when I it mean, falls it out like later enough to tuck when it falls out later it looks like a lot yeah i just i kind of feel like bronze right here in my opinion yeah he's been strung along by the lannisters for quite a while he got drug away from his his payment last time yeah. Well, it's like if someone gives you $5,000, but they owe you $20 million, like it's kind of like to, to us schmucks, we're like, wow, someone gave you that much thousands yeah. of dollars. That's awesome. But you're like, it's nowhere near what they owe me. Right. Yeah. Right. That was one big, like, and not to bring back sports, but Phil Mickelson, like one of the big things, uh, he had a falling out with his long time, 25 year caddy. And no one really knew what it was about until this book came out. Apparently, uh, Apparently Phil owed him owed Bones like two million dollars, and he ended up and he ended up paying him like eight hundred thousand. And people asked like asked Bones like why didn't you make a bigger deal? And he was like, well, people are gonna feel like I'm a piece of shit. Like I got paid eight hundred thousand. I was like mad that I didn't get the rest. But in reality, like you lost out of money you should have made. Yeah, that's less than fifty percent of what you right, were promised. Right. So, um, but he was like, I don't want to be the asshole. It's like you didn't pay me. You pay me eight hundred thousand. That's not enough. And like. That was a lot of money. But yeah, Bron is owed a castle. Yeah, for sure. He's right here. 
Um, Jamie tries to make him sound like he's ridiculous for reminding him of that, but the Lannisters always gaslighting. Yeah, for real. That's their words. Um, Jamie says that he'll he's going to save his confessions for the High Septon when Brown reminds him that there is no more High Septon. <laughs> I thought that was pretty. That's good. right. Uh, they talk about the castle. He mentions High Garden. That one's available, and Jamie's like, <laughs> "Uh, you probably don't want that one." I don't know. I th- I'm assuming it's because maybe Cersei didn't know that uh, Jamie promised Bronn a new castle, a bigger castle, any castle. <laughs> and so if she, if he were to give Highgarden, like one of the most prominent castles in all the realm to Bronn, she, that's probably not going to go over well. In my, that's probably, that's what I, especially because like, of their dating history. Yeah. You know, no, fuck that guy. Yeah. <clears throat> but I mean, I also took what he said at face value. Like Danny's probably going to come roll through here. Do you really want to be here when she shows up? Yeah, I thought it was a pretty good point. Like, yeah, taking any castle during war, like, don't you want to just wait? Yeah, just beat? hold off until we're done, and then you can yeah, have one peacefully. That w- yeah. wouldn't that be nicer? Yeah, and he makes the joke like, "Oh yeah, I'm sure to be <laughs> just right. super peaceful with Cersei's race." Which that's kind of that's he's correct. Like, sure, we may not be, but as long as long as Cersei's been involved, there's been war. Mm-hmm. Like, so. Sure, Danny might be gone, but <laughs> yeah. Cersei has a. I'm sure there's someone else we got to fight. Mega track record for constant war. Yeah, she'll yeah. probably attack Bravos or something to steal all the money from the bank. Yeah, <laughs> like it's not gonna, it's not gonna be peaceful. So might as well just give it to me now. You know, let I'll deal with the consequences at that time. Yeah, I might even join Danny's side. Who knows? You know, I think that's what Jamie's worried about. Probably. is he's worried about because Bronze. Bronn's not a loyalist. No. Well, and he has that relationship with Tyrion. He has that relationship with also Tyrion. True. He, he's not. A, he's not a loyalist. He goes where he's not going to die, and so, where the money is. Right. So if Danny comes in and says, "Look, we're about to go sack King's Landing. You can have whatever castle you want. Come join us." Tyrion vouches for him. Bronn's not going to be like, "No, I said I was going to serve House Lannister." No, fuck that shit. Bronn's out. Yeah, Bronn. Bronn's the definition of a sellout. Right. Which so is it's fine. A, yeah. I, it's. Totally fine. He right. he's been very clear with everyone. I'm a sell sword. I go where the money is. Sell my sword. Like if you aren't paying more than that person, I'm not gonna fight for you. I mean, he walked away from Tyrion. Tyrion did say he would double it. Yeah. Let's but double a castle. The risk was two castles. <laughs> the red keep. Ooh. Gotta give me Braun on the Iron Throne. The castle. Whoa. Motherfucker. Uh that'd be a sight to see. That's why everybody <laughs> hates his name. Yeah. Surprise. <laughs> Uh, put the wrong. helmet on. Put the helmet on. Hurry up. Ah! <laughs> um, then we get... Oh, then the line about, see, we always pay our debts. Yeah, just not to me. Then... Uh, then <laughs> That's a good one. Yeah. Old man Tarly comes up, um, and he's basically saying, hey, everybody's like, you know... They're falling behind. They're, they're, they're not enthusiastic about giving away all their crops. And Jamie sends Braun with him to go collect... And that's oh, that's the wrong time. I thought this was the ruling with the iron fist kind of thing. Nope, that's later. Yeah, my bad. The beating the soldiers to yeah, yeah. Is that later. also in this episode? Yeah. yeah, Tarly's having a hard time getting people to do what he wants them to do. Well, that's what happens when you're a dick. People don't like doing things for people who are dicks. You heard it here first, folks. Don't be a dick. <laughs> they might do it. They don't like it. That's easier said than done. Just speaking from personal experience here. Don't be a dick. Yep. 
Yeah. Then we go to Tycho and Cersei. Um, I thought she was going to kill him. I was shocked that he made it out of this episode alive. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, she seemed annoyed, but didn't give a shit, really. Like, annoyed, but also grubby, but also pissed. Yeah, I have to imagine that, and I'm sure it is, that the Iron Bank is just so powerful that like not even Cersei like would really think unless like she's super crazy. I think she knows she needs him. Yeah. Well, and she also probably knows that he's just a he really is just like a Yeah, he's just an emissary or whatever. Um and that if you kill him, it's gonna it's gonna be bad. Like they're they're going there's gonna be retribution for that. But I mean I can almost see like he she sends him back on a ship or whatever, and then like some captured Greyjoy ships take the ship and oh no, Danny took all the gold. Whoops. Mm. Is that a prediction? Sure. Okay, because we'll find out. We shall see. Um, he's shocked that they're that she's paying this back in a single installment. Never been done before. Yeah. Uh, you know he held um a lot of he held Tywin in high regard, but not even Tywin did this shit. Yeah. Uh, the Iron Bank's gonna be sad to lose their interest payments, which I understand as someone who makes lots of interest payments to lots of people. Ursary, <laughs> mm, uh, I am well aware of why they would be upset about that. Um, then they start talking, talking about current ventures. Um, you know, she's like the only current venture that I'm interested in is reestablishing control. He mentions that sounds like you could use some outside investment. Then we get talk of the golden company, which we've heard of them before. We have when, from, um, Davos and, uh, Stannis. And didn't we also hear about them? Um, when, uh, Danny got the second sons on board. Weren't they also mentioned then? It's possible. Um, um, I don't remember that one. Uh, anyway, so we've heard of them again, but still no golden company that we know of. I like to think they're just a bunch of men that are actually gold, like gold members from Austin Powers. I like the. I moving, love gold. The moving statues. Yep. Just painted all gold. Exactly. Uh, I like to think of them as uh, guys that hang out at Gold's Gym. Oh, okay. Nice. You know the dudes who just like wait. You thought you were hearing Golden Company? It's Gold's Gym Company. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but, it's, gym. but it's some guy named Jim. It's just guys who have gold memberships at Gold's Gym. Oh, and they sick. all have gold members, and they wear those <laughs> stupid tank tops out in public. Yeah, and they grunt a lot when they throw things. Those tank tops, those tank tops, man, they're rough. They're yeah. Who ripped the sleeves? What happened to your sleeves? They did. <laughs> Because they were like, yeah, I got too ripped. I work out at Gold Gym. I can't yeah. fit in my shirts. No, I'm gonna be. I'm gonna be really honest here. All three of us are probably a little bit jealous. I'm not. Because as I look around the room, I realize that they would beat the shit out of all of us. I'm not super jealous of like cut guys, because it requires a lot of commitment to that, and I just don't. It's not. I support your right to do it. It's not my thing. Um. I refuse to have that amount of commitment to something that I don't know. Like, I want to drink beer. I want to eat ice cream. I want to do that shit. And these guys are eating like ground turkey and rice for lunch. Yeah, I feel like I just missed out on like the hot adult body. I went from like, believe me, you did not. I went from like shrimpy. I agree with Nick. Like high schooler. Yeah. To this, you were you were like a little bean pole. It's a bean pole. Yeah. And I was always like, okay, well, you know, I know like guys in their twenties, like they 
they aren't like bean poles. And then I just went from bean pole to bean pole with a belly. I always had a little meat on my bones. Yeah. I never I, had the I didn't. Yeah. Now I'm also aware that I didn't do anything to <laughs> earn the hot adult body. That's what I'm saying. It's a commitment. Like it's a it's a yeah. lifestyle. And I know a couple of people who like kind of hardcore CrossFit and like they're always hurting. Yeah. Like they've always injured themselves somehow. They're always like their back hurts or their leg hurts or they're bleeding or <laughs> Well, two of the guys who were in my wedding both have done physique competitions. Mm-hmm. Like so that's like a whole different level of, right? That's like that's not even just like work. Those are the guys who eat. Like you mean, um, like bodybuilder stuff? Yeah, mm. where they go like, but like showmanship, showmanship stuff. Right. So you have to have like really great looking muscles and banana hammocks and banana hammocks, and you can have a banana hammock. Those are the guys who eat the the ground turkey, yeah, broccoli or asparagus, and like some rice. Seven times a day yeah. for like three months. So what Dane used to eat for lunch? When Dane's going, another when he was going nuts on that stuff. He would eat a whole rotisserie chicken. You would buy rotisserie chickens like twelve of them at a time from Costco, and he would eat a whole rotisserie chicken on top of you know those like boxes of spinach that you get from Publix. Mm-hmm. He, the whole box, and it's just rotisserie chicken on spinach and with like a little bit of dressing. One meal, and that's his lunch. And you're like. Bro, I had like six cheeseburgers from McDonald's and they were fucking delicious. Yeah. I support your right to do this, but I can't be there with you, you know, when you do. Here's the problem. I want it all, but you can't have it all. You want the six cheeseburgers and the rotisserie chicken I want to eat food that tastes great. Have it all. But I also want to look hot. Yet. What I've learned is in my 30 years of living life, one of those wins out long before the other one does. I do zero physical activity. <laughs> I think is probably a good number. Carry the one. <laughs> if I'm zero. doing the math correctly, zero. And I always tell myself, I'm going to do better. I'm going to get in shape. I'm going to be hot. And then I just find myself weeks later doing the same shit. Just, but still being hot. Uh, Nick? Oh, yeah, for sure. Thank you. No. Okay. You can smash. Yep. I've been trying for years. No passing. I've been trying for years. I think you've been barking up the wrong tree, though. When it, when it comes down to it, you chicken out every time. So do you. I'll do it right now. No, you won't. Bet. Let's go to the bedroom. I won't. Yeah. Well, I guess I'm carrying the podcast now, so <laughs> this will be a short one. It'll Up be, next. It'll be quick. <laughs> Wait, know. the podcast or our experience? Yes. The experience. Okay. <laughs> I don't know if I'm going to be able to... Get in the mood, if you no. will. Um, <laughs> anyway, it's never does, happened to me. I don't the, know. Does the bone garden move with you, or it only exists in your bed? It moves with us. Okay, yeah. I'm sorry. Gross. Gonna have to take the bone garden for me from you. Okay. You can make your own bone garden. Bone garden 2.0. I'm okay. Oh, okay. Whatever. I'm Nick fine. The Lord of Bones. I'm fine. Just living my life. Fair enough. I don't want any more children. There are ways. I don't think that would be a worry with Nick. Uh, You never know. Oh, yeah, that's true. We could do it without. That's good. But I do hear monkeypox is a thing. And I believe it is sexually transmitted from what I've heard. That's the thought. You guys had a scare? 
That, no. <laughs> <laughs> you had to think about no, that. I'm just saying, I don't, know where, I don't know where that thing's been. Are you guys having sex this with thing? monkeys yeah. again? This yeah. thing's been less places than yours has been. Uh, I mean, I know where mine has been for the last 10 years. I Yours is sowing some oats out there, I think, you know? Every I don't night. know though. Yeah, that's Justin. I'm trying to get you guys out of here. So <laughs> see I can all go. those oats planted in the backyard. Yep. <laughs> if you look out, and he my... puts them in his pants and he just thrusts away <laughs> all the overgrown grass in the backyard. Mm-hmm. Actually, it's not grass. It's just oats. Oat plants. Oat plants. <laughs> Is that a thing? I don't know how oats. I'm. I couldn't tell you. you Got to make your oat milk. Mm. I like oat milk a lot. I do like oat milk as it's well. Probably my favorite milk. I think milk's my favorite milk, but of my favorite non-milk milk, it's oat milk. I think regular, like, I think milk is my second favorite milk. Okay. But oat milk is my fave. I'm glad that you guys don't say milk. Milk. Why yeah. would we Why there, would we put an A in that word? There, <laughs> it's more of an E. There are people that say milk. Oh, I know and several, and they and annoy me. it's infuriating. Like, what are you doing? You never grew up? Do you still call crayons crowns? Some Fucking people do. Child. Crayon. That's even better. That's better than crown. Oh, yeah. Um, so we did uh, get the little bit here that uh, Tycho says that the Iron Bank, that they have the Iron Bank support. Yep. So that's a development. I don't really know why he would be offering more support. To get that interest money back. I guess. Yeah, right. Your, your loan was paid off. You, I mean, got But start, you know that they don't have any else. money. Yeah, but that's the people you want to lend money to. Because they got to pay it back. I guess. I they need know. it. Well, and I guess they did just pay off their entire debt in one go. So Yeah, but that, that, that gold has now been accounted for. Yeah, but he doesn't know that that's the end of it. I mean, maybe um, he does, but... Yeah, right. I think he, does, he knows where it's from. Yeah, it also maybe shows Cersei's just going to like do this to other people. That could be well, true, but I mean, we now know that two of the richest, the two richest families in Westeros, are now broke. There has to be a way to run Westeros profitably. There has to be, right? Obviously, Robert's way wasn't the way, but there's got to be a way to do it profitably. That doesn't, you know. I'm often baffled by people in better financial positions that are in mega debt, like. I just don't understand how it's possible. And so I don't understand how Robert could have possibly spent enough money to create such a horrible situation for Westeros. He'd sure like to drink. It doesn't cost that much money. Well, they like to have tournaments, tournaments, parties, travel. Yes, damn, bro. Hunts. He didn't, he, he didn't care. That was the thing. And when you, when the leader doesn't care, the people underneath don't care. And yeah, it just it goes to shit. That's what happens? Well, that sucks. Um, then we get the Brand Littlefinger scene mm. with the dagger. With the dagger, um, I didn't like this because I don't like Littlefinger. I've decided that's fair. He's so sleazy. Oh, for sure. Like it just gets worse. He's like it's. You can almost hear him slithering around. Yeah. It's um it's gonna be interesting, I think, because now you have Sansa does not like him. Like nope. I think we kind of thought after the Battle of the Bastards that maybe Littlefinger had 
earned his way back into her, maybe not trust circle, but good graces. I think she just played him. Yeah, maybe. Like, um, I think she just knew he was, they needed him and he would, he was going to do it. So she just fucking played him. Yeah, that's a good point. Which um, I like. Arya fucking hates him. I don't really know why, but seems to fucking hate him later in this episode when they interact. And Bran doesn't exist anymore, apparently. I'm glad we got that explanation, though. Yeah. Because I've just been confused why he's been such a dick this whole time. <laughs> right. The Three-Eyed Raven's really a piece of shit. Yeah, <laughs> but like asshole. the old Three-Eyed Raven didn't He wasn't like jer- Yeah, he wasn't he, a like, jerk. He was kind of funny a little bit and whatever. Right. He just said, you're not going to walk again. Yeah. Pretty uh, but like, you have to know that, right? Yeah. So then we get, um, you know, he talks about stopping the dagger that killed Jamal with, you know, I would stop it with my own heart. I'm, you know, going to protect your children. I'll do anything I can for you. All you need to do is ask. Then he mentions chaos and then Bran responds with chaos as a ladder, which was awesome. Yep. Because that's the best speech Littlefinger ever gives. Um, and Bran just pulled that out of thin air. Um, or by... Three-eyed raven magic, mm-hmm. I'm assuming. Yeah. Uh, and Littlefinger's face is like, what the fuck? My face was like, what the fuck? Well, yeah. this scene reminded me, oh, Bran knows who tried to kill him now. Yep. And we still don't. Right. Which sucks. Because he does not give away anything. He's like Nick wearing a Boba Fett mask. <laughs> we don't know who tried to kill Bran? We speculated. You want me to tell you? you want me yeah, to tell you that'd yeah. be great. <laughs> We've speculated, but we don't. Who do we speculate? I'll let Keith, because I don't want to give... Well, I mean, we went back and forth between was it Littlefinger or was it Tyrion? Like, I, it obviously mostly probably wasn't Tyrion. But Littlefinger was like, oh, I lost that dagger to Tyrion in a bed or whatever. But yeah, but Tyrion's too smart to actually yeah, like, give try this, to kill somebody with his own dagger. This like crazy Valyrian steel dagger to we, some dude. We also speculated Cersei. Yeah, I thought that we... But I don't think we ever, like, settled. I won't say who it was, but I thought that we had talked about it. I thought that it was discussed in the show. It was not? Not that I rem- Not, not um, in an affirmative way. Yeah, I don't remember it, but that doesn't mean we didn't. Sort of like the Joffrey thing, where, like, yeah. lots of people have talked about it, but... Okay. You, you never knew all the details of it necessarily, mm-hmm. um, and we were able to, you know, put them together over time. But mm-hmm. I don't, I don't believe we've got a definitive answer on that. Okay. Well, do you want to give us tell one us at some point? Do you want to give us one here and now? Nah. Okay. I'll I'll hold off. I mean, if you think it's already been told, you can call back to it. I, <laughs> I don't want to take that risk. After counting the money last episode, I do not <laughs> want to take that risk. Emily says I heard it. She hasn't. Oh, God. That's tomorrow. It comes out tomorrow. That's tomorrow. Get ready, buddy. Oh, no. <laughs> A Yikes. lot of times she'll come into the office and like mention something that we talked about to me. Yeah. I'm wondering if this is going to make, like, bring an appearance of from Emily. I think it is. Was this? We well, this is really between. The episode, right? Yeah, it was fairly early. This is really between the two of you. So I don't really. I mean, I love seeing Emily, but I don't want to see her in that state. 
Um, Don't I'd, at me. I'd rather just, yeah, I'd rather you just, just need to work from home tomorrow, Justin. I think I'm sick. <laughs> I'd rather just you guys deal with that and leave me out of it. Um, just release the episode right now. I need to release. And I'll get home. <laughs> Your foot's just tapping. Right. <laughs> You'll probably get a text. Oh, for sure. Hey, um, I need yeah, you to come home, I, please. I won't be at the office tomorrow in the morning, so um, I will have. I won't have to see it. <laughs> yeah, I will. Right. <laughs> That's the worst part about Thursdays is if you said something dumb, it's on me. Can you yeah. live stream that? Oh, never mind. Never mind. Uh, yes, yeah, if, we can. If try. I see Emily walk in, I'll just pull up my video camera. And Thank just you. I mean, on tape. I know you meant your phone, but I like to pretend you have a video camera that you've somehow like a, hooked a, up to live stream. I also say, camcorder. I also say, <laughs> get it on tape. Right. Yeah. Because that's what you do. Yep. Make, on your video recorder, you make a photo. You guys don't have one of those flip ones with the screen that turns. I keep one at all times. It was that the flip. Was that the name of that one? No, it's a camcorder. Oh, the oh camcorder. it's a real camcorder. The screen, the screen that, that flips, flips out. out. Yeah, I've got one of those. It's set up in my office right now. Y'all yeah. have one of those for that's, real? That's how I. Yeah, that's the camera I use for video conferencing. Oh, how do you video conference? I have lots of meetings. I'm very important. <laughs> <laughs> Could you get some meetings with HBO to get this thing sponsored? I keep trying, but I don't like it. It's because they're. Our names are attached to it. Yeah, they're like, we know who you are—the ultimate Game of Thrones podcast. <laughs> they can shove it up their butt. It was very hurtful air quotes. Yeah, I didn't like that. <laughs> yeah, that's straight from HBO. I don't know what to tell you. So, the, you <laughs> so you have video conference then? Home yes. box office. Well, I've tried to. They, that's their like email that they sent me back. Oh man. <laughs> uh yeah, yep. we'll see how it goes. You know, I I don't know. Um, hopefully, well. Hopefully, it's all fun and games. Yeah, I don't know. She does wonder where I spent our money. Well, now she's now she knows know. where 150 of it is. Figured it out. Also, golf. That is one one place. But that's a business expense. I noticed your tan your tan lines on your feet last night. They are. I thought you were not wearing socks. I was gonna be offended. No, I'm gonna leave it off here now. That's fine. <laughs> no, no, no! Feet. Don't put it back in your shoe. Stop. No, I'm not. I'm just scratching. Don't put it back in your shoe. Without the sock on, I'm gonna just. But it's his put my shoe. Sock back on. Yeah, but that's gross. Did What's, you put your sock on inside out? Yeah, what the yes. fuck is wrong with you? Sure did. Didn't realize it. Oh, I thought you did it because you just didn't care. <laughs> no, I didn't. Re- it doesn't feel that different. This is the first time he's put socks on. Yeah. What are these? There's something about Emily it. normally dresses him in the mornings. I can't do it. Yeah, yeah. This, you're right. I don't know how. Got inside out, but here we are. Good movie. Um. So oh, then yeah, that is a good movie. Then Mira walks in. Um Littlefinger leaves. She's and very, then what? Mira's very I don't know, like what do you want here? I felt like I like Mira. This was a little I, I disagree. Mean, I think she expected something. I think she has a a great point. Her brother did die. I think she, this is how I would react. She has been carrying no, him you around. No, you would not. If someone came in and was like, "Hey, I got to go back home. I've been gone for a long time. I'm like, okay, yeah. See you later. No, you wouldn't. No? If they carried no. you across the north for however long it's been. For six seasons? Maybe. Maybe. Nick. But I'm not Nick. I'm Three-Eyed Raven. Okay. <laughs> you can't say right, this on. is how I would do it if I was that character. I'm trying to imagine you as a Three-Eyed Raven. When we leave here after recording for three hours, it's very rare that we even like, 
We really don't even say bye. Yeah, but I'm going to see you tomorrow. We all say goodbye, and none of us have carried you across the (laughs) north. And also, I'm going to see you tomorrow. Potato, potato, guys. Absolutely not. (laughs) Potato, tomato. No, I don't like that. Uh, Yeah, okay. I do like Mira though, and this is not a. I'm not anti Mira because of this. All she wanted was a, a little appreciation. I don't think she's so wrong about that. Yeah, but then he gave it. He really said thank you. Some emotion. She had to drag it out of him. Yeah. Just like he dragged her. She dragged her him across the <laughs> earth. I got it. She's eventually. <laughs> you figured it out. Uh, yeah. Sure. Okay. Interesting. Maybe, yeah. I thought you'd have a different opinion on that, but there's certain things I just don't have. Apparently, emotions you for. are. What is this word? Heartless? Heartless? Dead inside sometimes. Dead inside. Are you learning it from Justin? You're welcome. No, I've always been this way. Okay, wow. I struggle sometimes. Like, Is that what drew you together? I think maybe a little bit. With your powers combined, you are one heart. (laughs) Captain Planet! (laughs) I do like our cool matching rings. Both Mati. Yeah. I do wish we had matching rings. We can get matching ring tattoos. What do you got there? You got a little diamond? Diamond on the middle finger? diamond. The diamond yeah. on the middle finger is a nice touch that I really like. Uh, this this finger is reserved for Emily, and I'll just do a diamond right there. I can have a middle finger. Seems this is pretty bony. It's fine. Took like was this was stick and poke. Pokes? Okay, yeah. So Which stick and poke. He feels no pain. I think is worse than just a regular tattoo, with oh, a machine. Yeah? Um, yeah, because it's like it takes a lot longer to do this than if you just got it done with the machine. If you got this done with the tattoo machine, it would be. Five minutes. Do you think that'll go away at some point, though? Probably fall out. I would imagine. I I would imagine they all 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 of these on my hand will. Yeah, but like not as long as like between the fingers because there's not a ton rubbing up against it. Well, this one, <clears throat> the one yeah. on the side of my hand was gone when it healed when it mm-hmm. finished the healing process. So wow, two months, two or three months, and then I had it touched up. Uh, so she basically she redid it a second time. So I've basically had that done twice. What did you have? A word. Oh. Okay. That's a bad word. Very we mysterious. We can't say it on television. <laughs> it was a Christian word that said redeemed. Oh. And that oh, that's right, because now you're not. So maybe I'm not. Right. <laughs> it was God telling you. God's been telling me for a long we time. We used to be bad buddies. <laughs> <laughs> now nah, we're not. <laughs> God's been Thank letting you. me know for a long time that I'm not part of the fam. Or maybe well, you just didn't COVID need thing, it. Really, uh, hmm? Maybe you just didn't need it. Hmm, maybe. We Anyways, are dragging this along, and normally Lydia is the one who drags us down, so I don't know what's happening. Um, <laughs> we'll just speed through the rest of this. Arya is at the gate. This is a funny scene. Mm-hmm. Yeah, except we, how are we at this point in our security right now? Gates wide open, two... With arms wide open! Exactly. Two just assholes, not... Looking at the gates. Keith, that's a great point. Just hold on one second, okay? Thank you. Grungier. Do it again. <laughs> Do it again with grungier. <laughs> with arms wide open. Much better. Much, much Under better. the sunlight. <laughs> much better. Welcome to this place. I'll show you everything. You, you can't we've ever see done. it, but all of us and the live audience are holding up lighters. With arms wide open. I got a tear running down my face, actually. <laughs> so beautiful. Oh, man. Some people call you the songbird of your Creed, generation. baby. Creed. <laughs> all right, Keith. Go on with the chlorophyll. Continue. <laughs> no, I think we've covered most everything. Thanks for listening, everybody. Thanks for listening. Tune in next Monday for another great episode. It hurt my throat. <laughs> yeah.
<laughs> that makes sense. That yeah. tracks. So I I agree with you. I think that they are welcoming people like to come uh like Well yeah, but no one's watching the gate either. And I think this is the gate to like the inner inner part of the castle. Because you have like the if you look at the map from the beginning, right? You have like an outer part of the castle and then an inner like lord's keep sort of thing. So I think this is the inner part that they don't want to allow people to get into. But the but the outer part is kind of open to people for uh refuge like refugees maybe. Yeah, but I mean just regardless of who or where sure. this gate is, it is not being guarded very well. No, not at all. All right, it does mention that. Um it's I think it's a callback to you remember in season one, Arya is chasing cats, and she finds herself uh, down in the in the dungeons with the dragon mm-hmm. skulls and stuff. Um, and then when she comes back, she's like, "Hey, I'm I'm Arya Stark. I'm supposed to be up there." And they're they don't let her in, right? You know, palace soldiers or whatever. So I think it's a little callback to that. Um, but I agree. But also you, incompetent. Oh, for sure. And Arya says that you, you uh, you're gonna you need, need better better guards. guards. Um, but yeah, she's uh, she's quite she's somewhat understanding with them for a little bit, and then she gets upset and basically says, "I'm gonna fuck you up if you don't let me buy." I like this. I don't love Arya, but I like this from her. Yeah, I feel like she she kept her cool. While also like being threatening, trumping them. I don't like your word choice. There. I know. It's I'm annoying. not gonna let. I'm not gonna let that person have power over a no, good word. The word that yeah. The he he didn't come first. The word came first. Although he is old as shit, so <laughs> he is. Maybe maybe he did, but like she won up. She topped both of them, and but was cool about it the whole time. Like this is a cool aria. Yes, I like this aria, um, especially when that guy tried to like swing at her. Shoom! <laughs> Who the fuck tries to hit a little kid in like the chest? <laughs> yeah, bro. Like, fuck off. I think he was trying to grab her, right? Oh, really? Yeah. It looked like he was trying to hit her like right in the boob, and it was like, "What's, what are you doing, man?" Like, sometimes that's the only action you can get if you're a guard. I guess Winterfell. Yeah, I gotta punch the boob. <laughs> that's what they all say. Okay. Stop trying that. Maybe that'll be a good technique. You should do that. And if they dodge out of the way, you know she's the one for you. She's the one. Uh, then they bring her in and they're, you know, discussing. They tell her to sit down and then stop looking at her. Yeah. So stupid. Dumb. They're arguing who's got to go to Sansa. Neither of them wants to do it. Then they realize she's gone, which is awesome. Then we get them um, telling Sansa, uh, you know, she says she's your sister. She's gone. Some Wintertown girl. Sansa just knew where she was. Yeah. Well, I don't know about that. The guards were like, well, because they said Maester Lewin and right. What was the other person's name? Sir Roger. Sir Roger. She was like, okay, it probably was her. Yeah. Right. They they still were like, oh, it's nothing. It wasn't actually her. Like, don't worry about it. And then that's when they mentioned the Lewin and Roderick. So. Yeah, but the hard part for me is that Sansa knew where Arya was. Yeah. I didn't love that. I thought Did it was she cool. hang out in the tombs a lot when she was a kid, or was that just Bran and Rickon? Uh, Bran and Rickon. Dickon. <laughs> nope. Nope, this one's this Rickon. This one's Rickon. 
Uh, Brandon Rickon were down there for the dream, mm-hmm. and then they like hold up down there when Theon took over for a little bit. Right. Yeah, I don't think we got the vibe. <clears throat> I didn't get the vibe that the Crips were like their regular hangout spot. No. Any of them. We did see Brandon Rickon down there a few times, but that wasn't until all the other Starks had left. Yeah. Unless it's just she's imagining, like, I went back here as soon as I could to see Dad. Yeah, that could be it. And she hasn't seen Dad since that, so. Yeah, you're probably right about that. Uh, Then we get the Sansa Arya reunion scene. Lady Stark. (laughs) Do I have to call you Lady Stark? (laughs) Yes. 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 Sure do. Um. Then they had a hug. It was a sweet moment. It really was. It re- it really yeah. was. I know I said that with no little, I, little enthusiasm, but I actually do think it was sweet. Yeah, they've grown up. They're not I'm just enemies dead inside. anymore. Yeah, it's what most siblings do when they get older. They're like, okay. And experience the trauma of Life. seeing your father's head cut off. That's true. They did share that, although Arya didn't see it. Um, yeah, I guess she heard what's it. What's his name? Made sure that. Yorin? Yorin. Brother of the Night's Watch. Pour one out for Yorin. Hell yeah. Yorin was a real one. Yeah. So the reunion was sweet. Um, It was also sweet to hear Sansa talk about John. You know, when John sees you, his heart's going to stop. Like, because we we know that John and Arya were close Mm -hmm. and that John and Sansa weren't particularly close. Well, that was Sansa's fault. Yeah. But I'm just saying, like, it it was nice that Sansa acknowledged that and then to see Arya. Her face. Totally. You know, she's excited about it. Then they talk about the statue, how it doesn't look like Ned. I thought it looked close enough. Yeah. He wasn't my dad, though. But, like, if someone rolled a statue of Kevin in here, I wouldn't know. You could tell me it's Kevin. I'd be like, okay, sure. But if it was of your mom? Oh, Leslie? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I would know what she looks like. Yeah. <laughs> I think. It's mostly just me with a wig. That's true. It's uncanny. And skinnier. Wait, who's skinnier? Leslie's skinnier. Okay. She has a skinnier face. I was like, I thought, I didn't know if you were going the mean route or the nice She just route. has a more pointy nose. No, she, she, he was going the self-depreciation. Oh, okay. No, Leslie, Leslie's fit. Yeah. <clears throat> Up in the gym, just working on her fitness. She was it. a personal trainer for a long time. Say a long time. For a while. <laughs> um, Yeah, Leslie's fit. She just has a sharper nose than me. You got a pretty sharp nose. Hers is sharper. Turn. Turn. Let me get a profile. Oh, mm. yeah. They could cut glass with those. Hers. Mine Mine. Those? Mine kind of hooks. That's usually what I say about nipples. Mine kind of <laughs> hooks up here. Leslie's is just a straight point. Turn. Profile again? Uh, yeah, a little. Yeah, yeah, I see. I see what you mean. Leslie's is no, no, no hook at the end. I need to take a look at that, uh, at that um, mug shot of Kevin's. I and, never saw the mug shot. Oh, okay. You just saw the record. I just saw the documentation, the words on the paper. Oh, okay. He has several of those. I'm sure the mugshot's out there somewhere then. I looked at the time, but I didn't look hard. I just, when I found, when I learned his name, I was like, oh, da, 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 da. Let's find that motherfucker. I've been thinking about it recently. I want to go, I want us to do like a road trip. We can just get a van. He's not somebody that I want to meet alone. Oh, yeah, I think that's fair. Based on his criminal history. Mine has some good meth. Who knows? You said yeah. meth? Yep. That's okay. the one. That's not my <laughs> not your thing. I don't not think that's thing. any of our thing. Maybe that's what you're missing. <laughs> True. Is that what you're spending your money on? 
No, okay. I'm spending it on spoilers and podcasts. Mm. His, <laughs> I almost wish I was spending it on that. His teeth are too good for that. Mm. Um, okay, uh, that, that would be fun. W- that would be fun. Yeah, I feel like we can make a little YouTube show out of that. Maybe get at least six views. Finding Kevin, I'm sure Leslie <laughs> exactly. would. Leslie would like that one. I mean, well, we can rope her in, interview her. I'd rather not. Tell us all about the good times at Waffle House. Might be nice to give her a little taste for her medicine. Could be. I'd like to talk to Kevin about Waffle House. How many Waffle House wagers did, did you fuck? Wait. <laughs> Can you do it on one hand? <laughs> I'd like to I'd like to just show up one day at his door and not tell him who I am. And then just be like, hey, I'm, you know, doing a research paper about Waffle House. I have some questions for you. And then just go into some questions to figure out like how many Waffle House women have you slept with? Also, one of those is my mother. He's oh. like, son, it's all of them. And then I pull out the picture that Leslie gave me of just him and be like, is this you, daddy? (laughs) (laughs) Um, Anyway, I have been thinking about trying to track him down. Let's do it. I don't remember his last name. I'm sure Leslie does. Here's the thing. Mm -hmm. I don't have communication with Leslie. So... But we know who does. (laughs) That's true. This is weird. Hey, um, we took a turn. That's not where I was going with that, but like, that's where we can go with it's that. It's like when, when Michael on The Office like starts making fun of himself and he makes fun too too far. Yeah, <laughs> I went too far. That was uh, that was I was just trying to be funny, and that hurts more than you know. I'm sorry. That's not what I was going for. Wasn't the what plan. were you going for? He was going for the same jokes we make about his. No, I was dead going mom. for your sister. Oh, or like any other family people. I, I don't communicate. I took it the way that you either. did. I, <laughs> I, didn't, I didn't know that. I know. It's because I don't usually talk about those things too much. But here we are. So, um, where the fuck were we? We were talking about your personal life. Aria, maybe? Is, I'm flustered a little bit. Are you? Are you? Yeah. Aria so, we were talking the about statue. the statue. We I think tra- it looks like Ned. I'm I, yeah, sorry. That's what I was saying. But, yeah. I think they're. Yeah, but it's not Leslie. So, who are we to say? Yeah. <laughs> I guess I I just I thought it I thought it had a good resemblance. I thought his hands were a little big. It was similar esque, and that yeah. sword was too small. But it was a stone bust made in medieval times. It's fine. What do you want from them? Arya apparently wants perfection. Perfection. I don't know what she. Give wants. me some real craftsmen up in here. Uh, they talk about Joffrey a little mm. bit. Fuck Joffrey. Mm-hmm. Um. And Arya mentions that he was on her list. And Sansa's like, list? And she says, people I'm going to kill. And then Sansa's like, ah. <laughs> Why is that so fucking funny? Because Arya wouldn't kill people. Because it's Arya. She was the annoying little sister last time Sansa saw her. Yeah. She didn't expect her sister to be a cold-blooded killer. She was, I get, Do you think Sansa ever figured out that they weren't dancing lessons? Because I mean, it doesn't. Sansa? No, no way. Yeah. There's some people who probably knew. Sansa's no, yeah, not Sansa. Yeah, Sansa. That's what I mean. Now, she would now, but she wasn't oh, you the think, person you she You think is now, now she does know? No, no, no. I think. Oh, I don't know that she's thought about it, but I think if it were happening now, she would know. Because I mean, I think if you. I think if you put together, like, oh, this. She was sword fighting before we left King's Landing. She spent. We know that. Brienne has told Sansa that she was traveling with the Hound. She's been a long time with that. So it's really not that crazy to think that she picked up some 
murderous ways. No. So I don't, I don't know. I understood why the um, the Lannister guys, Ed Sheeran and and the and the boys, and uh, the boys, the boys. Um, I understood why they laughed at it. Right, because you outwardly say I'm going to kill the queen. Right to <laughs> the queen's army. Right, like that's funny. I don't really get why Sansa laughs at it. I could see Sansa having the same reaction that she had to Bran with the Three Eyed Raven, being like, "What?" <laughs> I think because she just thinks it's a joke. Yeah, I guess. I think she thinks it's like so, like Arya's serious about that. Yeah, and I mean the last, how long has it been since they've seen each other? A long time. 15, yeah, a long time. 20 years. Yeah. So <laughs> thirty-five. Yeah. Depends on if we're talking common years or regular years. Right. So like she was a kid the last time they saw each other, and so like yeah, just obviously you would have a list of people you're gonna kill. Ha 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 ha. I mean, I'm sure Sansa has a list. I don't know if she does. Not like Arya has a list. Yeah. Sansa probably has people that she'd like to be dead, but she's not actively trying to hunt down and cross off people off a list. She's probably not falling asleep every night going like, Cersei. I don't the know mountain. Don't now. know if Ilan Payne's still on there. Ilan Payne just, Ilan Payne's sitting with Gendry in the boat somewhere. And, and Nymeria jumped off apparently at some point. Yeah, <laughs> Nymeria got off. She swam to shore. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I, I just think that it's a, she thinks she's kidding. Like, there's no way my little sister, who was a kid, has a list of people she's hunting down to kill. Yeah. And that she has killed some of them already. And I think that we that is made clear when here in a second with the brand scene. Yes. When he mentions the list of people she's going to kill, and Sansa's face then is what you would expect if she really believed that yeah. Arya actually had a list of people like, she was going to kill. Oh, you... You have a list. Yeah. You have killed people on it. And not just like a, oh, it'd be great if Joffrey died. Who's left on her list? Ilan Payne. Cersei. That's it, right? The Mountain. The Mountain. Mm, Good luck with that one. Technically the Hound. I guess that's true. I don't know if the Hound... No, she thinks the Hound's dead. She thought the Hound was dead before we knew he wasn't dead before he actually died. Well, that's... I was saying technically, like, because we know he's still alive. (laughs) He's not any... No. Oh, he is alive. The hound is alive. Yeah. So, she, but and he's uh, when, roar, roaring on the inside. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like I forgot that it was all the. It's all the. It's all the like cult people that got killed. And yeah. He he like walked off and killed that dude with the. Yeah, he's with the Brotherhood now. Yeah, I. He's seeing shit in flames. Don't even know how I like just buried those two people. Thought that he just died. With he's the, gone. <laughs> no, he's fucking doing he's, fine. <laughs> he just saw them. Walking by East Watch by the Sea. Dumbass. Um, no. He tripped into the but fire. Ar- last time Arya, Arya marked him off the list because she just presumed he was dead. Right. Yeah. So she didn't know that he wasn't dead. Yeah. You know? and that's, that's why I said technically. We know he's alive. So maybe he's still on the list. But I think she also marked, like, took him off took the him list. Off because right? they were friends or whatever. I mean, but then I left think him she to die. did, but then left him to die. Yeah. What was she supposed to do? She can't carry the hound. (laughs) Tourniquets, Justin. Tourniquets. I'm wondering also if she was at a point where like, well, I didn't kill him, so mercy. I guess. Like, I took you off the list, but I'm not going to actively save you. Right, because what can I do, apparently? I wonder how many people's lists I would be on. Mm, Probably a handful. I don't think anyone's. No. Not to kill. You don't know me. I (laughs) certainly do. I don't think that you do. I very much do. I don't think that you know me enough. I would be on a handful of lists. He knows. I think he knows you pretty well, but I think that... To kill him. I'm saying if we were in this time. I'm not talking about 
I'll give you, uh, yo, at this time? Oh, in yeah. Game in, of Thrones? In Westeros? A lot of people. Oh, for sure. That's what I'm saying. Okay. I thought you were talking about in real life. I th- that's what I thought you meant, <laughs> no, too. I mean, no one. I give it two, maybe. In real life? Yeah. You and. No, not... <laughs> you're not on mine. <laughs> Luke? No, yeah, I think Dildo it's... has been coming for you. I think it's probably four. He's trying five. to lull you into this false sense of security. <laughs> He's warming up to me. I love it. That's what you think. That's now my guard's think. down. Yep. Wham! Right in the rib. Yep. You like those kids with fucking Picel. Jesus. Uh, anyways. I don't ever want to see your kid again, I don't think. I mean, it sounds like the feeling might be mutual. Yep. You, you won't see him until <laughs> oh, it's too late. Coming. You won't. <laughs> uh, yeah, I think two. I, I won't say who, but I think two. I think I could guess. But I think it's more. I think okay. it's probably like four or five. In real life? Definitely mine. No, not in okay. real life. All right. I think two in real life. Hmm. Yeah. I'll tell you. After. Which which one of his which, like of his three kids, which two are you thinking of? <laughs> no, his kids love. No, he's thinking of my ex wife and probably not. the guy that you mentioned that one time. What? Yeah. The I guy that you mentioned about. that one time? Uh you just brought you just up brought the, him up. the broken relationship with? Oh. From the day warehouse. Are those the two you're thinking of? Um I think. Was there another one? No, I think you're... Well, I wasn't going to put your ex-wife on it. I don't think she wants you da- dead. I think she wants... So there's a second one that I'm not thinking of? Yeah, I don't think she wants you dead either. Who's the second one? I don't know. Text me. Okay. It's, it's Luke. I need to know. Yeah, Text me right know. now. It's Dodo. Yeah. Text me. You do know. You just don't want to say it, and that's fine. So the <laughs> second one, I think, comes from like a... It's like a 0.75 from two feet from two people. I think I think there's two people that are like, maybe not all the way. Was I right about the other one? Yeah. So who's the, who's the second one? Well, there's, I think, I think, I don't think that she wants you dead, but I do think your ex-wife is like a 0.6. So those are the two. 60%. But there's a third. There's a, there's a third that's like a, maybe a 0.4 or 0.65. And then can you open your phone that's sitting in your lap and text me the name? Okay. Or you could just say it, but if you don't want to implicate them, then just text it to me. He's spoiled enough. What do you mean? Oh, yeah, I guess. I'm confused at who he thinks the third one is. I'm not doubting that there's it's not a third one. Third. It's I understand <laughs> your math, but there are three people who like have me fractionally on their list. Did yeah. you send the text? No. Send the fucking text. I'm, I'm recording a podcast. I can't mentally move on until I know. Yeah, and we're all talking about this right now. Right. I know. You ought to just say it. I'm not gonna say it. Okay. Because you don't you're a private you're a very private person. <laughs> I'm sorry, I just thought it was funny. I mean, there's a lot of shit I don't talk about. I know that, but it's for someone who has two podcasts that where you just like talk about a lot. We talk a lot about our personal experiences here. Yeah, I and talk, your other one is, but like I keep a lot about, of a lot to myself. That's true. I, I a lot that I don't tell a lot of people about. Well, maybe you should stop. Just because I have a podcast doesn't mean I talk about all the stuff in my life. Oh, I thought that's what we did here. No, this is not a substitute for I therapy. Do here. Oh. I kind of use it as that. Mm, so that explains some things. Right. <laughs> Maybe I should get the couch. You're Maybe. Welcome. You're welcome to it, my man. Uh, Arya is informed that Bron or Bran is back. Uh, then we get the scene with Bran. Uh, he mentions that Arya came home. I saw you at the crossroads. Why didn't you go to King's Landing? Or I thought you were going to go to King's Landing. She was like, The crossroads? You saw me? You know, she seems kind of creeped out. Uh, then Sansa's like, why would you go to King's Landing? She mentions it. Uh, 
Brand then says Cersei's on her list of names. This is where we get the look from Sansa mm-hmm. as though she's confused. Um, then we get the dagger and Littlefinger, you know, the connection to Littlefinger. Arya's confused that he's there. Uh, Sansa mentions he would only give it to you if he, want, if he thought he was getting something in return. So what do you think he thinks he's getting in return? Well, he was addressing him as like Lord Stark, wasn't he? So I think he was thinking he was addressing the Lord of Winterfell. And therefore, what's his what's the benefit? Just being good with another person who's ruling. Why would he Why would he vie for anybody else besides Sansa to be the ruling Stark? I mean, I don't think he's vying for it, but I think, like, even Sansa said it to Bran, like, you're the Lord of Winterfell now. Like, you're the last remaining true son of Ned Stark. Yeah. So, like, if something happens to Jon, and, like, if the people are like, no, it needs to be Bran, because he's actually a real boy. Littlefinger wants to make sure he's... He's just got all his bases covered. Got an in. So he so he gives him a dagger. He's like, Here, here's a dagger that's going <laughs> to... Right, here's a dagger that, you know, someone tried to kill you with. Yeah, and make you love me. You love me now? I don't know. He's not good with kids. We've seen how he acts with Sansa. Or adults. That's... <laughs> Anyone. He's not good with people. He seems to be good with... Uh, Some people. Robin. He seems to be good with Robin. Well, Robin's an idiot. Yeah. Gives people falcons and shit. Mm-hmm. Knows what kids like, I guess. Kids love falcons. They do. That's what I hear. You okay over there? Yeah. Okay. Just listen to you. <laughs> Okie doke. Uh, yeah. I I thought Brain was semi-normal in this scene. It was less than... He returned Arya's hug, which I was shocked by. Right. Granted, it was just one hand up. Yep. But pat, it was pat. more than I thought it would be. I agreed that Sansa is better served with a dagger than he is. Arya? Yeah. Sorry. Yes. Arya's better. It's a better weapon for her. Yeah. Especially with as stealthy-ish as I'm presuming she is. Yeah. Yeah. Um, we already knew this, but we're reminded that it's Valyrian steel. Mm-hmm. Um, it did make me think a little bit about like branching timelines some because he thought she was going to go to King's Landing, which makes me wonder if he saw her go to King's Landing but because she changed her mind so quickly, that's why he didn't see that. Or maybe he just wasn't watching anymore. Oh, so. But like her intention was to go to King's Landing okay. all the way until she met Hot Pie. Right. And then like that's when she decided, okay, I'm going to go to Winterfell instead. So I'm wondering if his powers are seeing branching timelines or if they're just seeing things until you make a choice. And then he just didn't look at her. Just didn't watch after that. Yeah. Huh. Okay. Interesting. Never thought about it like that. Um, I thought he was going to bring something up about Nymeria. I thought, but he does say like it doesn't sound like he was looking anymore, right? Um, after she made that decision. But yeah, like did he was he like just okay? I'm going to see her at the crossroads, and I'm, gonna, I'm not going to look anymore. Like, it's just a little weird. But I guess the branching timelines would. Yeah. Well, and I guess we that. still don't really understand how his powers. He doesn't understand how his powers work either. I don't think. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely nobody else does. Right. 
Um, I do think that we were talking about this when we were watching it, but um, I think the brand as a three-eyed raven thing is so cool, and it could be so cool, but they just the way that it's acted makes it stupid. Like for him to say chaos is a ladder to Littlefinger, that's pretty cool. Yeah, for him to talk about Arya and say, "Oh yeah, she's on your list of names," and that's really cool. I mean, to bring up Sansa's wedding night, less cool, creepy, but cool, but cool. I just, I just am so. I think the the way that it's acted out, it just leaves a lot to be desired. Like because he just lost all personality and is just like this blank. Yeah, and we don't go thing. into it at all. No one asks any questions. No, he doesn't explain very much. He dodges people when they ask for explanations. He, mm-hmm. I, I just, I don't think that's, I don't, I don't think that's the most effective way to make it fun for the viewer. I agree. I can see some excuse of being like he's still a child, so this is how a child imagines a all wise, powerful grown up would act. Yeah. But I mean, you're right. It would be cooler if it was just him, but with a no- lot of knowledge and power. Mm-hmm. Cause like Aria, I think Aria is cool right now, but like her just being like blank and nothing, but having abilities or whatever isn't as fun. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. Um, if she was truly no one, right? Like if she had held on to the no one thing, and it seems like Brand's kind of no one now. Yeah, but I mean, even Jockin and the Waif had some sort of qualities Personality. to them. Yeah. Yeah. Brand's kind of sucked since he went north of the wall. Justin? What? Do you agree with that? Or do you think he's always sucked? I think he's always sucked. That's what I was hoping for. I never really found him very interesting. I would have been fine if he died when he fell from the window. Mm. I just don't think he's added that much excitement to the show. We get Rick on his three-eyed raven. That'd be more exciting. Or, uh, I know it's not his name, but I'm just going to go with Jenkins. Jojen. Jojen. There we go. (laughs) I didn't even... I was a thousand percent... I knew that wasn't his name. I didn't get me close enough to even know. I knew it was a J, and I knew it wasn't Jockin. Was not Jockin. Jenkins would have been a good three-eyed raven. Mm -hmm. He kind of had the vibe anyway. Yeah, and he actually understood (laughs) what he was doing. Right. Yeah, some kind of like foresight or something. We're just sticking with this Jenkins thing. Huh? We're just sticking with this Jenkins thing. Yeah, why not? Sometimes you say a funny thing, and that's what it is for a little bit, like the mage. <laughs> yeah, I guess that's true. Slughorn, the mage, Jenkins. I like sticking with the... Trogdor. Yeah, <laughs> right. Uh, then we get the um, uh, Sansa and Arya and Bran rolling back into Winterfell. And Brienne and Pod. That was funny. Let's see what you did Thank there. you. <laughs> uh, Brienne and Pod are kind of observing, and Pod mentions that Catelyn would be proud. And Brienne's like, I didn't do anything. And Pod's like, Oh, you're too hard on yourself. But no, she's not. She didn't do shit. Like, I mean, she killed the hound. She tried. Or she beat the hound. I know, but she did. Like, none of this is a result of her. <clears throat> She could have maybe saved Sansa if uh, Theon hadn't been an idiot. Yeah, but she didn't. No, no. You're not wrong. And so all of them ending up back at Winterfell had nothing to do with her. 
I think Callie would still be proud of the fact that that Brienne stuck to her vow. She kept trying until it actually happened. Mm-hmm. And now she's released of her oath. Or is she? Is she released she is. of her oath? I don't I don't even honestly remember really what the oath was. I don't either. I don't know if it's just protecting them or if it was like getting them back to Winterfell, but yeah, I mean I, I I think you're right. Like she didn't do a whole lot necessarily, but the fact that she She tried. She did. And when she interacted with Arya and Sansa, she did a bad job of explaining her situation, but she gave them enough like little pieces, I think, to like plant seeds in their head that they that they have somebody in their corner. They uh, can come to her if they need it. If, if they need it, like uh, that, they should be thinking about trying to get back to safety. That all I don't know. I, I think that it's very honorable that she stuck to that as long as she did, especially with what she got back when she met Sansa. Sansa was like, fuck off when she met Arya. Arya was like, fuck off. Mm-hmm. So it's honorable pod with the, uh, five o'clock shadow here. Yeah, Pod's looking handsome. Fire fit for the five o'clock shadow. No, no, <laughs> that was horrible. Uh-huh. I think. Well, that's not nice. I think if you can't grow a beard, you shouldn't try. Cause I think it always looks stupid. Wow. Harsh words. It's true. <laughs> If it doesn't grow, if it, it if it's not full and like covering your whole face, you shouldn't do it. All right, guys, you heard it here first. Yeah. See you in Apology Corner next week. I'm not gonna be there. Um, yeah. So that was the end of that scene. Then we get Danny and Masande. Um, Danny wins fire fit of the week. Ooh, because of the chain. It was just the whole all of it. She looks great. Um, the chain helped. They're talking about the Unsullied. Um, you know, really the point is to get them talking about Grey Worm. Girl talk. Put little little girl talk. Uh, and they, yeah, Danny's like, what happened? She says lots of things happened. Mm. And then John interrupts. Shut the fuck up for a second. We need to know if he has a dick or not. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I just, like, they tease us so much. But I need to know. Yeah. Masande says many things. And Daenerys goes, many things? I need Question to know. mark? Yeah. We do all need to know. Um, John wants to show her something. He takes her into the caves, which look real cool. Mm-hmm. Um, and there's lots of dragon glass all over the place, which I thought was pretty dope. Sparkly. Um, then he's like, there's something else. <laughs> did What did you think he was going to show her at that point? No clue. Bam, there's my dick. We we were hoping in my household that it was going to be another dragon egg. Ooh. Wow. That would have been a hot take. There was not some drawings. Yeah. Quite the letdown. Yeah, really, man, you guys really are... poor drawings, but then like really good white. I was gonna say, drawings. like the best cave I thought the best cave drawings that there ever have been. Yeah. They have different colors. <laughs> cave drawings have different colors. I mean, I guess these did. All the others were just like white lines, but they like shaded and detailed and gave them blue eyes. And I like to think the first men only had like the black or the brown or whatever. Mm. And then the children of the forest were like, no, 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 no. And <laughs> Hold they, on. They opened up their like 48 pack Crayola thing. <laughs> Crayola. Exactly. Uh, yeah. The White Walkers were very clearly White Walkers. Yep. 
I yeah. I was also kind of thinking I wish there were like a lot less drawings. So in my head, I could pretend that John was just down there drawing all of these. <laughs> He's like, see, <laughs> you should help us. He like kicks the colored pencils away. <laughs> Don't look at this. That's, That'd pretty, be funny. that's pretty funny. I did. Danny didn't question it at all, which I did find strange for that reason. Like you could have just done this. Yeah, but I think there was so much that like that would be hard to do. Did anyone notice the um the circles? The circles gets the square, the the shape, mm-hmm. the design pattern. It looked like a sun almost. It's well, the we've same seen one it before. Yeah. It's that weird. We saw it at the tree. Oh yeah. And then we saw it in episode one with the bodies. The weird White Walker and when you sign. said the tree, the one that like where they made the first mm-hmm. white. Yeah, yeah, it was like the stones were in that mm-hmm. that pattern as well. I don't know if it signifies White Walkers or if it signifies Children of the Forest. Not really sure which one at this. Imagine point. like places of power, magic. Maybe so. This might be another one of those. Dragons are magic. So, you know, yeah, like, but ley I think lines and all that. The episode one didn't have anything to do with the children. That was all White Walkers. They decapitated the bodies and left them in that design. Mm-hmm. So I think it has to signify them, right? But why was? But when the children are the ones, it seems like that's a place of, like a worship place or something like that. Yeah, that it, they make the White Walker. Yeah, but I'm mocking the, the children too. The first one. The one, the one at the tree could have that could have been like a a naturally magic. It was not nece- It's not that the children necessarily Made structured it. the rocks that way, right? And then by the connection and and all that, it could have become that becomes part that of thing. White Walker gotcha. lore. And so when they decapitated the bodies and left them in that, I don't know what that means. And then this here, they're also connected again. That design is there now. The children are represented the first men are represented and the white walkers are represented but the only thing consistent across all three experiences so far is white walkers have been involved yeah they were depicted on the drawings they were created at the stone hinge thing and they're the ones who decapitated the bodies in the episode one yeah mm-hmm. i could also see it as being like a like you know olden days let's say you slaughter a bunch of christians so you like lay their bodies out in an upside down cross or whatever to like mock the people that you're killing or the people that you're against. So like it could have just been uh, like screw you to the children type thing. That's an interesting point too. Yeah. Could have been like, Hey, you made us and now we're chopping off heads and leaving bodies in this weird circle. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Just to mock them. I like that. I like both. I like both of them. We shall see. Um, Danny sticks with the, uh, bend the knee thing. She's not she's not going off of that at all. Nope. Yeah, so they talk about, you know, Danny now believes. And she says that um <clears throat> or John John says, you know, they fought together against the common enemy. Like we need to now. Danny's like, so you're saying you you can't do that. You can't win without us. Uh then I will fight for you. I'll fight for the north when you bend the knee. Ooh. John goes into the hole. They'll never accept a Southern ruler. Uh, and Danny's like, they'll probably do anything you ask them to. They chose you to lead them. They chose you to protect them. 
don't let your pride get in the way uh for their safety you know mm-hmm. at the at the at the cost of their safety and then as they're making their way out well what do you think John's going to do I don't know I wish you would have responded that it's not his pride that's in the way because I don't think that it is I don't think he's proud of the king of the north title like he kept you know we've said here and he said like he didn't ask for it he wasn't looking for it and I, he's a bastard so like he hasn't really had pride in the things before then why not just bend the knee if it's not that you like the power and want to keep it i think it's just the people picked him to be king and they didn't expect him to go down there and not be king anymore he hasn't been king for very long um yeah, so I do I do want to hear your answer to Justin's question about what you think John does. But I don't know if the pride is talking about his actual pride of his title or if it's like like being proud of the north type being, thing. Uh more being proud being like the pride in the fact that like people might look at you mm-hmm. like you might be worried about what people think, you right. know. Might be worried about what the other lords in the north say when you come back and you said, Hey, I bent the knee to Daenerys. Um, I think it's more that with the pride. Um, cause yeah, he doesn't, mm-hmm. he doesn't give a shit about the king right. of the north stuff. Um, so yeah, what do you think John does? Uh, I think he does it unless something crazy happens that keeps it from that scene from happening. If that makes sense. I, I don't. So like Danny comes back. I feel like he would bend the knee and that's like she's hurt or like we know Drogon's hurt now. Like if like that's really bad or she gets back and something crazy happens and just they don't get around to it. So then he doesn't. Okay. All right. Okay. Okay. All right. Okay. <laughs> I was just processing. I had to kind of figure out what you were saying. I didn't I didn't follow it there. Did it make sense or should I try sure. to unpack again? No, I think you're good. Okay. Yeah. Um, okay. Where do we go next? Uh they're walking out of the cave and Varys and Tyrion are there. Uh and they announced that they've taken Casterly Rock. But and Danny's like, that's good, right? And then they have a look at each other. And then it cuts to them walking off and Danny's a little heated. He's very mad. Um, she mentions that all the food from the Reach has been taken. Um, and then she basically tells Tyrion that his strategy sucks. <laughs> uh, she mentions our enemies. You mean your family? I'm not so, so sure that you know, you're, you're up to the task of killing them. Then she asks John what he thinks she should do. Thought that was kind of an interesting uh, tactic there. Mm-hmm. Um, well, and I love, I've forgotten his name. I know it starts with a D, and I hate that I've forgotten it. Davos. Davos. Dantos. Yeah, Dantos. It was like, uh, you probably want to be alone for this, right? Right. <laughs> you don't need us here. You will stay. Damn it. Um, he Why? did have a good. He did have a good response. Like, essentially, I know what you're... I know what you want to do and I understand it, but if you want to be different and you've talked about wanting to build a world that's different, you can't, you've got to be different. You've got to be different. You can't just do the naturally 
impulsive thing. You can't do the thing that feels um, justified because then it's just more of the same, except you did it with dragons rather than just arm. You know? Mm -hmm. So I liked that. I thought that it was accurate and correct. However, fire and blood. Yeah, what kind of sucks for Danny is that when the Targaryens came over to Westeros and they brought the Seven Kingdoms to yield, like they did do it by burning cities and cat and, and melting castles and all mm-hmm. that. That's what they did. So like Danny's sort of fighting against that fire and blood mentality that's in her blood. And fire. Right. Um she's fighting against that those those tendencies. And she's just she's got it right there. Like we're just all we're standing on the beach. We're all we're seeing it. the The way to win this war, the way for you to be on the Iron Throne, is right there, flying across the sky. Mm-hmm. That's all you need. But she has to do it differently, which I, which is why we love Danny. I I'm not trying to say she shouldn't, but it's got to be hard to know that I could just I could just fuck you guys up. But, I also think, but I can't. Part of her opinion is based on the fact that if she were to just go to the Red Keep and and eliminate Cersei, then there's no need for any other... Because the truth of it is, bloodshed on a battlefield multiple times throughout a years-long war is less traumatizing to Westeros than burning one castle one time. That's what I think. I think if you melt the red keep, like it's over. I mean, yeah, you're killing Kingsguard, you're killing Lannister soldiers, like, but you're not There's not like maybe, regular people in there. I mean, yeah, maybe there's there, maybe some it's like cooks and servants, servants and, and yeah. But it's it's a minimal loss compared to years long war when all of Westeros is under siege. People are having to give up their crops and all this stuff for the sake of the war. New recruits are having to be made, you know, young, young fighting age men are being taken from their families and away from the crops and like all of the different stuff that goes into war. All of those families are destroyed then because those guys are going to go off to war and then they're killed. And then those, they're not, they're never going to come home to pick up the family trade and to like create a future for their family. Whereas if you just go burn, even even if you burn all of King's Landing, in the grand scheme of things, you end it immediately and you start with you lose people along the way, but it's lo- it's it's less lost than if you fight a years long war. I'm not on board with ki- with burning all of King's Landing. I'm not but on I'm not advocating for it, right. but I, I also know that if you lose three dragons on the red keep, there's going to be some uh, yeah, right. collateral damage. Well, I, I just want, I, the other piece of this is, so, okay, you burn, you, you win battles, you uh, are killing soldiers, which is unfortunately more acceptable than killing innocent people. Right. Um, but do you really think Cersei's going to stop because you killed all her soldiers? Nope. No, she's not going to stop. So she's dead. She's going to go find more soldiers. You're going to keep fighting that battle until she fucks up innocent people. Until you have no, until she forces your hand as she's already starting to do when it comes to 
the burning the ships and you know all that kind of shit. I mean, they basically sacrificed that garrison of of soldiers that were at Cast uh, uh, Casterly Rock. Mm-hmm. So she's forcing your hand to be this fire and blood crazy person that she's making you out to be. Eventually, you're going to get to a point where you're going to have to do it, and she's never going to stop until she's dead. So burn, so melt the red keep around her, and let's just be done with this, and then we can go. Fight the Night King, because that's the real threat yeah. here. Just so, let, just yeah. let Arya ride a dragon and jump off and stab Cersei, and then we're done. Doing what? Yeah, right. Doing what they're doing right now, or at least from what it seems, what they're doing right now is just gonna take forever. And it's exactly what you're saying, Justin. Like, it's gonna require boys to be taken from their homes. You know, crops not not be. Uh, people starving, literally, because what you're doing is you're—they just burned all the all the wheat and the shit that they got from, uh, from the Reach. Yeah, I didn't love that. Yeah. So what you're doing is is you're sieging Westeros instead of just going after the person who is fucking everything up. Mm-hmm. And the siege hurts the common people more than it hurts the way more than the rich people. Right. So I I, I mean, I'd like that. I'd like that to be what she does. So, I don't know. But I'm not on board with, with burning cities down. I'm I'm bored with burning one fucking castle down around the person who's the issue here. But if it came down to it, I would be okay burning one city to end this in one fell swoop. I don't want them to do that. I don't want her to do that. But Cersei the problem does, is King's Land. I'm sorry, but the the problem is King's Landing is the biggest city in Westeros. It's a, it's over a million people. Right. You don't have to burn the whole thing. I'm just saying, if that's what it took to end this right now, that's worth the loss. Because you're going to lose so much more. Yeah. But again, she doesn't have to do that. But I'm I'm just right. saying, if it came to that, and and the Lannister army took over King's Landing. And there was a war all through the streets, and you just to eliminate it all, you just have to just raise it straight to the ground. Like, then we do that, like, and it's over, mm. and then we start rebuilding. Because the truth of it is, like, Cersei. While the longer this draws on, Cersei's making an active choice to sacrifice each and every person that gets lost, whether it be a soldier left at Casterly Rock specifically to die. Or the common people who have, I mean, the Reach. Cersei basically just said "fuck you" to the entire Reach. Yeah, that's true. Including the common people. That's what I'm so saying. So now yeah. they're suffering. She's trying to make the North suffer. Dorne has now suffered because they have no lead. Like Cersei doesn't fucking care. So Danny is allowed a little bit of not like. That's totally. the great thing about Danny is that she does care. But it's a, like you if you have to make one real crazy decision. Yeah, that's in the a, end, it's worth it. That's a weakness to Cersei. Yeah, the fact that she gives a shit. So, I don't know, man. What yeah. do you What do you think ends up happening? Like, how does does Danny continue the the siege? Does she do this? Does she burn the Red Keep down? Does she Does she get help from elsewhere? Does she go north and fight with John? What do you think happens? I mean, I this is a little meta thinking or whatever, but I have to imagine there's dragons and King's Landing at some point burning stuff down just from the nature of the show. Okay. Um, beyond that, I don't know. I hope that Danny and the dragons get to fight the 
the Night King because I think that's super cool. Okay. Um. So you think both? <laughs> yeah. Hmm, okay. Yeah, I think we give a quick burn down some city. Okay, that's done. We don't have to watch our backs anymore. Does that does that do anything? Would that do anything to the character of Danny if if she did that for I, you in your mind? It depends on what it is. Like all this while while we were talking, like I was having very strong like uh, Nagasaki Hiroshima vibes. Yeah. Um. But I think like if if Danny is continually pushed into a corner and like this is the option, it I don't think it necessarily like brings her down in my mind any. Like she's been trying all of these other things, you know. You, Cersei has beaten her with this, or done this shady thing, or whatever. Like, eventually, like you, if you believe in your cause enough, if you believe that you're right enough, like yeah. you kind of have to do the the nuclear option. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but it's not great. Like, obviously, none of us want the entire cities to be burned down. But yeah. But if you don't have any other choice. Then right. that's what you do. Right. Yeah. I think Tyrion's goal is to sack King's Landing with his army in the in Dothraki with and be able to do this without do it with the blood, but not with the fire. Yeah. You know? Yeah. But I mean, in the end, as whatever as this may be, like the cities don't matter. No, but you the can, people inside the cities do. Uh, no, no, no. Yeah. Yeah, 100%. But I'm just saying, like, if you just, again, you don't want to. There's lots of innocent life. But if you completely demolish, if you Harrenhal, King's Landing, like, just make the seat of your power Dragonstone instead. Yeah. Like, the individual places, like, the physical structures don't matter. But, the yeah. And I just, I see what you, okay, yeah. I mean, you could even, so far as to be like, hey, city of King's Landing, I'm coming with my dragon. How about you evacuate in five days? Yeah. If you're not out of there, yeah, sucks to be you. Sodom and Gomorrah, that bitch. Yep. <laughs> uh, yeah. I mean, Harrenhal. The story that they said said that all of the people that were inside the buildings melted mm-hmm. inside of it. Well, the buildings it. melted. It well, but the stone heated up so much that it melted to the point where the pe- and that's that's what they, they say. King Heron and 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 all of people melted inside of inside of the walls, mm-hmm. which is why it's haunted and all that kind of shit. Um, so it would be, and, and then, I mean, I think that's what you do to the red keep. I just, I can't get on board with, I like the idea of putting out some sort of AP, like some sort of bulletin, like a emergency services notification to all the people in, in King's landing that you got five days, take your family, get out, you can come back when it's over, but I'm going to fuck this place up. Um, okay. All right. We'll see. So, uh, where are we at? Then we go to Brianna Pod fighting. Um, then Arya comes up, says she wants to train with Brienne, shows her the dagger. Um, Why are you thumbs downing this? Night? I thought this scene was stupid. I liked it. Yeah. It wasn't my favorite. You liked it? I liked it. Like them two fighting, or this this part that we're talking about now. Uh, them two fighting. I thought it was like a little cheesy. Um, That's I fair. mean, let's be honest. Like this, the she, the weight of Brienne's sword would 
snap needle quickly. Right. There's just, it, it's not realistic in any way, shape, or form for a little tiny needle to hold up against a broadsword. And oh. Brienne could just be like, fuck the swords. I'm just going to beat the shit out of you. Well, that's what she did when she, she kicked her. She kicks her, yeah. But I think it it helped to, A, kind of show us how far she's grown from when she was fighting with Sirio. Mm-hmm. Um, but also, like, it was, it was very much like, it wasn't trying to stop her power with hers it was just the redirection in the water and the flowing so like i don't i'd have to go back and watch it again to verify what i'm about to say but like i didn't feel like she was like stopping the sword no but just like moving it aside and then flowing mm-hmm. so like i i can see why you would say it's cheesy but i i just enjoyed it from a like getting to see what Arya is actually capable of. Yeah, that's the reason for the scene and then and then Sansa actually sees it as well. Mm-hmm. So like she laughs at her list the first time, then Bran says it again, and then she actually sees, oh shit, this is not the the little girl that I knew. Right. You know? Um so but I just I thought the execution was a little cheesy. The the swinging kick hop up, but not all the way up. That was dumb. Right. Yes. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that was very uh <coughs> the Rocky Three freeze frame sword. ending as well, <laughs> where you know you got a dagger to the neck and a sword to mm-hmm. the neck. Yeah. The uh, dagger move was cool. Um, just the 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 throw and catching the other hand thing. Yeah, it was pretty cool. Uh, she asked, "Who taught you that?" And Arya says, "No one." <laughs> hey. just accepted that. I don't know. It's a joke that we all get. We get it. I liked it. Um. Then we get Davos and John. Davos asks John, "What do you think of her?" John's like, "Who?" And then Davos is like, "I think you're well aware of who I'm talking about." <laughs> and it's Masande, right? Yeah. Um. John says, "You've got a good, or she's got a good heart." He says, "I've seen you noticing her good heart." <laughs> um. <clears throat> good one. Then they mention the. Uh, John says less, and Davos corrects him to fewer, yeah. which is something he learned. I loved that. I did, too. Yeah, a little callback to Shireen. Mm-hmm. We love her. Speaking of good hearts, <laughs> Masande of Noth. Um, that was talking about her breasts, right? Not her heart. Like the speaking... I mean, obviously, Masande has a great heart, but it was like shortly after... Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Davos, Davos has a thing for Masande. Yeah, Davos is I mean, who crushing Masande. Yeah. Um... They start talking about bastards. So she's like, I have a question. Why is your name different than your dad's? Which they never explained. What do you mean? Like they said like bastards, but they didn't explain like the whole snow and sand and whatever else like the last, what the last names mean. Oh, right. Oh yeah. They just, I mean, they didn't say snow is the term for bastard in the North, but he said mine's different because my parents weren't married. Right. And Davos is like, oh, is it different in Noth? And yeah. uh, she's like, well, we don't have marriage there. And I thought his response was funny. Yeah, so we don't have marriage in North. Uh, so the concept of a bastard doesn't exist. And Davos says, that's liberating. That sounds liberating. <laughs> uh, they mention like her backstory. She was stolen by slavers. Uh, and Davos is like, yeah, but I mean, now you're serving Danny. So is it really that different? Uh, and, and Masane mentions that she serves uh, because I want to. Um, and 
their response is, okay, well, like, what if you wanted to leave? And she says, Danny would give me a ship and send me on my way. Send me on my way. way, you know. Um, and then she starts, you know, talking about like why, like Danny, we all followed her because not because of a name or because of who her dad was, but because we saw what she did. We saw what kind of person she is. We saw her good heart, her kindness, her lovingness. And Davos is like, would you forgive me if I switch sides? <laughs> Which I thought was funny. I also think it may have been him trying to soften Masande up a little bit. Oh, for sure. To make his move. Um, and they see a ship sailing into the bay. And John asks, is that a Greyjoy ship? And then we find our way on the beach with Theon and the crew dragging in a boat. Uh, and John's just standing there. I found it interesting that that the Unsullied let John be the first one to meet them. Because there was a... There, was, there were unsullied guards, like, or not unsullied, um, Dothraki guards behind John. But it is interesting because John's not like an ally at this point. Right. So I did think that, that was kind of interesting that they just let him hang out. Um, I felt like Theon was trying too hard with everything that he was doing. Yeah, he's nervous as shit. Like, turn around, like, slap the boat a few times. Like, you should stop here. Like, they all know what they're doing, buddy. Right. Yeah. Way, way more than you do. He knows he's in hot water with them. He knows he's going to be in hot water with Danny. So he's probably nervous. And then he sees John and he's just like, hey, bud. <laughs> um, we get a good, good little choke from John here. Mm. This is the second time we've seen John. Like, he's coming up with a signature move now. I know. I like it. It's a good one. Um, and he's like, the, you know, what you did for Sansa is the only reason I'm not killing you right now, essentially. Um, then they break the news that the queen is gone. So that was news to us. Yep. Uh, but exciting news. Mm-hmm. Did you? Where did you think she was going? King's Landing? No, I was... At the beginning of the episode, I said, man, I really hope Danny shows up and steals all the gold. Because <laughs> that's what I really wanted. And then when they came back and they were like, all the gold safely in the King's Landing, I was like, Dang it. Yeah. That's what ha- I wanted. Half right. Danny showed up, but. Yep. I would have preferred it if she would have taken all the grain stores and everything. But yeah. Instead, just burned it all down. That was pretty frustrating to me, too. Because you didn't need to do that. Right. Like you. There was plenty of space to just burn soldiers. Yeah. Instead, we'll get you there. aimed for it. Um. So then we get Jamie and uh, Randall Tarley. Randall, this is where he announces that. The gold safe, the grain, they're having trouble, you know, getting the the soldiers to or the the uh common people to give it up. Uh or or sorry. They they're talking now about they're they just need to make sure they get all the grain in because they rushed the gold through. Now mm-hmm. they gotta get the grain across Blackwater Rush. Uh Randall Tarley suggests a good you know, flogging is a good motivator. And Jamie's like, mm, let's give him fair warning first. Mm-hmm. They did just fight a tough battle you know um then jamie and braun ride up to Dickon. you mean rickon rickon and he says well they ride up and he says rickon and Dickon's like it's Dickon, and braun just loses <laughs> braun it loses it braun reacts like we all reacted yeah right. it was funny uh they mentioned that's his first battle how'd you feel he's like it's great and braun's like come on your dad's not here he was like Honestly, that sucked. <laughs> like, yeah. it was not cool. It was not fun. It smelled gross. It smelled gross. Um, and he he talks about like you know that was tough. We've been pledged to House Tyrell forever, 
and I knew those people, and it's just weird. Um, and then they talk about, you know, Elena betrayed the queen, and this is what happens when you betray the queen. Um, then oh, they then they uh, hear thunder. Braun hears. We don't really know exactly what he hears first. I'm assuming the horse horses. Yeah, could have been the screaming. I I was hearing the the horses in my sound system. Okay, I don't have a. I didn't have a sound, sound system. system. Yeah. Were you watching while you were driving somewhere? No, no, I was uh, watching on my TV. Right. Of course, it was it was low. It was on low volume because my son was asleep. Uh, not us. But uh, got that cranked. Yeah. So you could hear the hoofbeats? Yeah. Like from from when Braun heard it? Yeah. You don't oh, hear wow. the hoofbeats, but you hear like the... And like the subs just the buzzing and it's just... You're like, yeah, this is what's going to happen. And this is great. This is what I wanted to... Yeah. And they do. Uh, so there's a little bit of panic amongst the leaders. Randall Tarley, Dickon, Braun, Jamie. They're basically trying to get everybody in formation. Then we see the Dothraki come across the crest of the hill. Oh, my God. And, and I say, man, it would be so cool to see a dragon come up above those, but and I guess we're not going to see that. Remember nope. in 300 where uh, where Xerxes or somebody tells Leonidas that they are like their arrows we'll block, block out, out the, the sun. sun? That's how I felt with this. Like When they were coming over the hill, it was like, I can't tell if that's the hill or that's just people on horses. And... Jesus Christ! It just there's so many of them, and they're coming in hot. Yeah, too. and they looked good too. Yeah, like that whole like jump up on the back of the horse and shoot. Yeah, so cool. Fucking dope. Yep. Um. So then Bron tells Jamie he needs to get back to King's Landing. Jamie's like, "No, I'm not leaving him." Bron's like, "You're their commander, not a foot soldier." Um. Then the dragon comes. As the Dothraki are riding down, and this is where Jamie's face is like, what the fuck? Uh, then we see Drogon flying pretty low, which I thought was a cool shot. Uh, Danny's on his back, and then she just, Dracarys, and Drogon just starts burning shit. Um, I thought that was awesome. Shortly after that, we get the archers on the horse horseback where they just jump up, and I thought that was super cool. Uh, Drogon's just fucking burning everything. <laughs> Um, they do try to shoot him down with arrows and it seems like his underbelly has hardened and yes. become more armor like cause they all bounce off. I did <clears throat> kind of want him to just like blow fire a little bit to just like burn the arrows and then fly through it. That'd be cool. Like star Wars esque, but the armor thing was cool too. The armor cool. It, the armor is important to show us like he's stronger. Yeah. He's not going to uh, get lances thrown right. through him anymore. Yeah. He's not going to get fucked up like he did with the sons of the harpy. Um, well, not exactly like that. Yeah, like a regular arrow is not going to do it. No, you got to have Scorpion. Yeah, which we get a name. Yep, uh, which is a cool name, Kyburn Scorpion. Uh, <laughs> Jamie's like, Kyburn Scorpion's over there. Ron's like, go get it then. <laughs> so go get it. <laughs> <laughs> um, and Jamie's like, I can't. So Bron's, you know, making his way over there. All the while, Drogon's just... Burning the important shit, yep, and not the people trying to fight them. I thought it, that part was just ridiculous. The yeah. whole reason you went over here in the first place is because they just stole all the grain, like and all the food. That's that's what inspired this movement 
was now they've cut off your main food supply. And so your move is to go burn it all because it, you, you mentioned earlier, it would have been so easy for Drogon instead of flying directly over the grain and burning that to just go 10 feet to the left and just go in a straight line and burn that entire wall of soldiers. There's no more fighting. Yep. The only and, thing, sorry, go ahead. No, go, I was just gonna say, and then you take the grain back with you. Yeah. And you're golden. Like the only thing I was thinking before they showed that scene, I was like, well, maybe she just doesn't want to hit the Dothraki because they're like fighting together. But then they show that scene where like it's o- overhead. There's no Dothraki near that. Not line on that part yeah. at all. So just get rid of them. Yep. Nope. Great. Give a fuck. There was also the Dothraki rode straight through the fire a couple times. Yeah. Without being did. burned. So that was kind of weird. Well, in my head cannon, it's coming out of the mouth much hotter than it is on the ground. Like yeah. once it's on the ground, it's just like fire. Whatever. Like that's it's true. It's gonna be hot, but it's just fire. But like the dragon fire coming out, that's gonna that's what's turning you into ash. That's what's like melting your face. Yeah. Which we got a little bit of that. Which I thought was cool. A lot of times shows will talk things will talk about like how it burns super hot or something like that. Mm-hmm. And you just kind of see regular colored fire and regular, you know, shit. Right. Or but, it's like green, but it's like yeah. There's nothing special about this green fire other than it's green. Right. Well, that's and that's what they mentioned about wildfires that it burns super hot. Um, but they showed multiple times in this battle like men being burned straight from the dragon's mouth, like you're saying, and literally just blowing away into ash. Yeah, or we saw like horses ride over just like clumps of human-shaped ash. Right, right. So I, th- I like that. I like that they put that in there. Maybe Danny's aim is just a little off. You know, we're still. It's only the second we've only time she's done this. a couple, yeah, a couple yeah. things. Maybe she's just a little off. Maybe she's up there being like, "What the fuck, Drogon?" I said, Get "Not the people." The <laughs> Drogon, I don't like, know. That's just the easier shot, man. Come on. Yeah, yeah, it doesn't make much sense to me. The only thing that would make sense is if they knew that they had the scorpion in one of those wagons, and they were like trying to get right all of them but i i don't there's nothing that tells us that they do know that no um kill the week goes to drogon on his initial uh when he first comes in and burns that group of soldiers and they just like i mean there's they don't nothing you can do yep he had a lot of great ones turning people to literal ash was pretty dope um i thought you're gonna give it to bron uh, where he shot the death uh, death racky guy nah. with the scorpion. I'd much rather watch people burn from dragons. I'm uh, Team Targaryen. There's something about pinning someone off the ground to something that is that what you loved last week? Yeah, with that gets Grey me. Worm. It's cool. It's not as cool as a dragon just turning people to ash. That's true. Yeah. I also That's felt true. it was a little cheesy. Like you like opened the blinds and then just stood there for a little bit. I. Like, yeah, I don't. I don't feel like the Dothraki would have done that. Okay, I think if I opened, if I was thinking I was going into like a, uh, what are those things called? Like a, are those called litters that, like they're, like what Varys and Tyrion were riding in? Yeah, litters. Yeah, if I was thinking I was going into that or like a grain cart or something like that, and I open the curtains and it's this giant crossbow 
I think I might take a beat and be like, what the fuck? Oh, shit. And now I'm dead. I don't know. I thought it was cool. But I also do think the dragon kills were cool, too. So, I mean, I'm not protesting. I just... Well, good news is it doesn't matter if you do anyway. (laughs) Um, I value your opinion, Nick. The Obviously, Tyrion's face this whole time is like almost horrified, which I don't really know what he expected. Also, it's not that big a deal. It's the difference is instead of dead bodies laying all over the place, it's burning bodies laying all over the place. Like it's not this scene isn't that much different because of the dragons. Yeah, it's not super gruesome like, compared to just normal war. It would yeah. be horrible if he came over the hill and there was a city that had been with little children burnt, but it's it's people it's the enemy. Like Right. He wouldn't have felt bad about it if it was it was just Dothraki and they killed them all. He's like he seems shocked about the fire, but it's really this scene specifically. I'm not talking about dragons and yeah, the concept yeah, right. and what. This scene, it's not that much different than if it was just a battle between Dothraki and Lannisters. Two things here. So one, if we go back to the battle, there's Tyrion's been involved with mainly two battles, but he's been involved in a couple of other skir- like skirmishes. He has always struggled in those times where you can see he struggles with warfare in general, like just the the chaos, the bloodshed, the seemingly unnecessary loss of life. Um, I think about when he goes out uh, into like the, the the vanguard after or at at the Battle of Blackwater. You know, he walks out and and there's all these people like you know all these people fighting and just this chaos going on outside of the walls he has a moment there too there's a moment in a squirmish with Catelyn Stark outside of um the Eyrie that the first like little battle he gets into first kill that he has and he he he's losing his head in that as well like just the the chaos kind of gets to him um and that happens here too the second the second thing though and i think i think this is why it's significant to get from dick on the talk about the Tyrells being um, people that he knew and he hunted with and he grew up with. While he probably didn't grow up with any of these Lannister soldiers, it is his family. That's his, that's his family's sigil. That's his family army. That's his family that he's watching be slaughtered. And he maybe didn't expect it to, like actually hit him that feel hard. the way that he felt. Um, it's a lot different the 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 abstract nature of standing in a war room saying we're going to take Castle Rock, we're going to do this, we're going to do that, and the ab- or the the thought of fighting against your family, your sister, your brother, um, your 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 family crest, and actually seeing it play out, mm-hmm. especially in the in the fashion that it was. Um, so I think I think that's the whole reason. Otherwise, the Dickon conversation really doesn't have any reason, having any any weight. Um, but so I think it's those two things as to why um, Tyrion reacted the way that he did. I like that. Yeah. Yeah, I think that's probably accurate. Um, especially because Jamie being the only family member he's really tight with, mm-hmm. uh, being there. So the first Scorpion misses. Oh, for one. The second one 
Keith Stroke on pretty good in the shoulder. He seems pretty. I thought he was going to fall to the ground, mm-hmm. but he didn't. He recovered. He fell to the scorpion <laughs> and then burned it. Uh, Braun jumps off just in time and then he lands, whips it with his tail. Laughed at that a lot. The scorpion is no longer, which is good. Uh, Danny hops off and tries to pull the bolt, bolt, spear thing, thing out of him. All three of those the projectile thing. Uh, out That's of his what? shoulder and is struggling to do so. Must be in there pretty deep. Um, then Jamie has a brilliant idea. He's going to try to end it all right now. Um, and he got pretty close. He picks up the spear or, you know, rides past, grabs the spear, and is kind of like running at Danny on horseback. And he gets right there before Drogon turns around. You see the fire in the back of his throat, like, start to blaze up. And then somebody... Knocks him off his horse, and he's saved. Uh, we see him sink to the bottom, you know. But Drogon's face when he turned around was like scary. Yeah. Um. So he got saved. Who do you think saved him? Uh, probably Bron. Okay. Unless it was Rickon. Dickon. Dickon. <laughs> Rickon's dead. Okay. No Tyrion in the mix. I don't think Tyrion could get down there that quickly. He was like way up on the hill going like, you idiot. Don't do it, you idiot. Turn around, you idiot. He throws a fucking in there too at one point. Okay. So you think Braun? Yeah. Sweet. I remember in the week that followed this episode until we got the next one, I remember thinking that Jamie might be dead. He kind of looks dead as he's floating down there. Part of that, and then also the fact that he's wearing full armor, mm-hmm. and now in a somewhat body of water. like yeah, in a in a body of water that's deep and supposedly rushing, you know, like it's a it's a river and it's towards the end of the river. Um, that's a pretty like uh, I don't know. Yeah, it's 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 got some some current to it yeah and he's only got one hand so it's probably hard to get armor off right so i i remember thinking for a week that he died and i'm not saying that like i'm not saying he didn't i'm just saying that was my thought and i i no one else around me thought that but i thought he's sinking to the bottom Mm. he has one hand he's in full armor you're gonna swim up with that yeah, I don't know. Again, this is this is metagaming it a little bit, but like I felt like they wouldn't have saved him from the fire to kill him in the water type thing. I think that's exactly what they would do. <laughs> I mean, that's yeah. Maybe I still haven't learned my lesson. But right. That also might be true. That's that's where I was with it. Okay. So what do you think happens next? Well, Danny destroyed all the grain, so they're not going to bring that back unless there's like weirdly magical some that she didn't destroy. Yeah. Um, hopefully, we go back and talk about the scorpion some. Like well, apparently, with, she's right next, like right near. King's they're pretty Landing close. Yeah. Yeah, I also have no earthly idea where Highgarden is in regards to King's Landing. Well, we know they're we know they're close enough to where the gold got into the into the gates, right? Um, I think you cross this river and then you're 
pretty much home free to King's Landing. Because yeah. I think the Blackwater, the Blackwater Rush, the actual river of it, empties into Blackwater Bay, which is what sits outside of King's Landing. So if you're crossing Blackwater Rush, you just have to kind of go around Blackwater Bay, and then not, then you're there. So I think we're led to believe that this is not, this is much closer to King's Landing than we are to High Garden anymore. Mm. Yeah, I mean, if we're that close, I if we're that close, I want to say that like maybe she was going down there to siege, and then just kind of happened to run into the army outside. But like, I don't feel like she would have done that without Masande mm-hmm. being there with her. Um. So, I don't know. Because I, well, and I'm also like, I don't know how badly her Drogon is. Like, mm-hmm. obviously, he can fly a little bit. Is he going to be able to shrug this off and just get back to Dragonstone? Because yeah. if not, I mean, that's kind of an issue. But if so, go back home, regroup. Yeah. Or at least get everyone else out, like meet you in the middle ground and set up some staging areas out there. Uh huh. Hmm. I was I'm worried that the scorpion was one for two. You know, like I, I thought it was gonna be like very hard for I felt you like to it hit. should have been a lot harder. Yeah. Drogon didn't have like perform any evasive maneuvers. Yeah, like, maybe they just didn't know. Like, just flew like well, I guess on. the first one shoots by, so you kinda know at that point. And that's what I was like kind of yelling at the TV when the second one hit. I was like, you know that there's a huge thing coming at you, like dodge it yeah but i don't know if that like if donnie if donnie if danny can uh has that much control over him or not Mm -hmm. like if she's like directing she pulled the right spike right if she's actually like directing where he goes or just kind of like there to command fire and yeah what he does is kind of up to him his his own devices yeah i think i I just i'm now worried like is that the only scorpion they have or Mm -hmm. do they make other ones how many do they have if they are mounted on ships if they are put on walls if they are just rolled around like this if they're just rolled around like this i think we're okay um yeah because you can kind of spot that and yeah focus yeah. Up focus fire um or stay far away from them like you yeah like you just make sure that because the fact the reason why he hits him the, he misses him when He's far away. Mm-hmm. He hits him because he's flying, like you said, flying straight at it, no evasive maneuvers, and is fairly close. I don't know. It just worried me that it was one for two. Yeah, but hopefully, you know, they exist. You can evolve, and now, like, hey, Dothraki, focus on this. Right. And then once that's down, out. then the dragons will show up, and there we go. Yeah. Okay. Sweet. Anything else? Um, gonna see the fallout with Theon and John. Hopefully, a little bit more because that conversation did not feel like enough. Oh, to address everything. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I'm interested. A little worried about mining dragon glass underneath a giant castle because if you don't do that right, I feel like the castle will just fall because that is the foundations of the castle. Mm. Yeah. So I'm I'm hoping they plan for that. Um. And yeah, I'm kind of I'm excited to see what Dragonglass weapons look like. Could be real cool. Yeah. And if some sort of maester figures out like this has something to do with Flarian Steel or something like that. Cause that could be kind of cool to 
figure that back out. Yeah. Then you can make a lot. You can right. make the dragon glass go a lot further. Yeah. You fold it in with steel. And then Danny's sitting on top of all of it. So this yeah, is, these are if my you're having to though. use all dragon glass to make a weapon, you still make a lot of weapons. But if you can incorporate that with steel to strengthen the steel, you then like that, that double dragon glass goes double, triple, quadruple, whatever, yeah. you know, depending on the the ratios. The ratio. Steel to, yeah. But you at least double, you think, um, and then, you know, maybe even more than that, the amount of weapons and effective tools you have against the Army of the Dead, mm-hmm. which never hurts to have more. Right. Yeah. I'm also kind of, I don't think they'll ever do it, but I would be excited to see like some Valyrian steel armor for the dragons. Oh, that'd be cool. Mm. Dragon like, armor. Yeah. Like, okay, you've got the scorpion. Well, we armored our dragons. That'd be awesome. Get through that. Yeah. That'd be cool. All right. Anything else that you want to mention before we sign off? Nope. Anything from you? Lydia, you got anything? No, you're good? All right, I think we're good. Are you done yet, Lydia? Bye. Sometimes I think you two are on each other's lists.